Okay. Uh, start streaming. Connecting. Okay. I'm pretty sure we're streaming now. There's Vinny. Let me refresh. I'll tell you in a second. He says. Oh, yes. It's looking good. <coughs> looking good. Right, are we ready to go then? Okay, are we ready? We're starting? I mean, we're ready. I'm ready to go. Are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Welcome y'all to the veteran gamers. Juju, Jimmy, and the fellas will tell you about every single game that we play this week. News, reviews, and an indie pick. Welcome to episode 304 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 304, coming at you once more. I'm Duke. I'm Stu. And I'm back. Yeah, you are back from outer space. Welcome back, Chinny. Yeah. Yeah, welcome back. He just came in here with that look upon his face. Yeah. Where you been, Chin? I've been moving house. Yeah. How's it been going? Moving houses. Hey, I saw difficult. what you did there. How's how's it been going? I saw what you did. Sorry, Chin, you were saying. Uh, moving house is is very cool and exciting and fun, but yeah. at the same time, not cool, not exciting, and not fun. I'm sorry. All at the same time. Uh, it's okay. Uh, I am sitting in my brand new living room. Uh, oh yeah. So describe my, it the colors like what are the fabrics what are the textures we've gone for a duck egg color scheme uh and we got new sofas and we had to it took me two hours to work out that we're not going to get these sofas in the house so then we just popped out the window and put it through the window um what else what else what else oh yeah it's also our bedroom because our bedroom smells like uh, what does it smell like tara Cat vomit. Oh, nasty. Um, I don't think it smells Why? like cat vomit. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why does it smell of cat vomit? I don't vomit? think it smells like cat vomit, but Tara likes to think that it smells like cat vomit. It, it definitely has a, an odour. There's a pong in there. Uh, we haven't got to the bottom of it. So, um, yeah, we, 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 we've... What have we done? We've put uh, bicarbonate of soda. I went to... Sainsbury's and just cleared their shelf full of bicarbonate of soda, brushed that in, vinegar, sprayed vinegar in it, put vinegar in it, put a bowl in it, uh, shaken back, vanished cleaner. Nothing's getting rid of this pong. So he didn't he didn't put the freshness back then, did he? No, no, no. So we've we've tore sprayed vinegar with a spray. That's the latest thing, and shaken back, and. 
we'll see what that does. But after that, we're out of ideas. So well, dear, you'll have to take the carpet up, man. Get rid of it. I know. That's the only thing we can think of doing. Yeah, you see carpets. Who wants them smelly things? So at the moment, carpets. we don't have a bedroom. Carpets. In a in a three bedroom house, you would think that we'd be able to sleep in one of the bedrooms upstairs, but we can't because one's full of junk, mainly my junk. Uh, the other one is um, full of Tara's junk, but she doesn't have as much junk as I do. And then what? she needs to get to work on that. I know. No, she she'll she'll be catching up. Don't worry. But her yeah. her stuff is like Pilates stuff, so there's like yeah. it's just big and, and awkward to carry through the house and then uh the then the, the master bedroom but th- that's just empty and smells so we uh we're getting through it we're getting through it well good luck mm. yeah you'll get you'll get her man you just need to freshen up freshen it up i don't know what you do mm. is it actually have you got down there and got your nose into the carpet to check yeah. it's the carpet yeah. that smells no we have yeah we've done that yeah we've done that Mm. That sounds yeah. delightful. It does, well, you got to do it, man. You got to check where the smells are coming from. There's maybe a dead rat under your floorboards or something, eh? Nah, well, it's concrete underneath, so I doubt it. Uh, what upstairs? Yeah. I'm not being funny, but that sounds proper dodgy. No, it's not dodgy. How how can it be a concrete floor upstairs? It just is. I don't know. They put concrete down. <laughs> how do that the windows is... stand up if there's no walls? <laughs> No, but that, right, I've yeah. never heard of a concrete floor in an upper Well, apart from an industrial floor. If you've never heard of it, Jenny, then it doesn't exist. Yeah, it doesn't exist, yeah. Well, no, but concrete is very, very heavy, so normally you don't well, put very well built up an upper floor. <laughs> On an upper floor, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, wow. so we've been, we've been mainly living downstairs, really. Like, there's no, we only go upstairs to use the bathroom, so. It's okay, oh, no. but um, it's, like, it's like living in a bed seat. It is a little bit. I mean, I'm sitting in a room right now, and there's a mattress in front of me, and Tara's on her laptop. Uh, her laptop doesn't work with the internet for some reason. I think oh, we have no. to upgrade it to Windows 10, where I have no idea how to do it because Windows sucks. Um, yes. There's laundry so. everywhere. Uh, it's just there's just stuff everywhere, but we're getting there. Good. We're getting there. Are you happy? Uh, takes, are you, takes, are you uh, having a good time there so far? No, it's been good. It is good, and um, uh, it's not. It's not been too bad, really. Like it's not. You know, this week has just been a lot of work and stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they I mean, it's one of the most stressful things that people can do. So originally we was going to move in quicker, but like my mom and dad went into the uh, bedroom and just started stripping all the wallpaper for no reason. <laughs> Thanks, and, mom. And-, uh, and I was just like, we only because we only wanted one wall of wallpaper taken off because it was a bit sort of dirty yeah. and all of a sudden my mom and dad just ripping everything off and <laughs> I was we decided like, it has to go yeah we we thought this was the best thing for, to do for you son um <laughs> so that that sort of delayed everything and so that was a bit stressful uh but you know it's it's all it's all got sorted and and stuff and and the other thing that knocked me on the same week that we got the keys it was also back to the future day yeah that's right like, and Tara was pretty good. You said she was like, "Oh, go see it, go see it." No, Tara was brilliant. She said, "You know what? It's 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 never going to happen again. Yeah, just, just relax. Don't worry about the house. Just go out, have a good time, uh, and and just just forget about it." So, my brother bought some tickets to see the trilogy at the cinema, and Yay. it was a really stressful week at work. Like work's been mega busy, and I thought this is going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it. 
so we went along and it wasn't like a massive affair. there's a few hundred people there and um but it wasn't a massive affair and and went there and we i watched the first film and it was great and and you know seeing the first film on the big screen it was fantastic yeah. and then that film ended and then he played the title for you know when it says like it gives you the title back to the future two and it has the signatures of the director and the producer on the bottom like the little title card but it was back to the future one again oh no uh oh right and then they they paused it they stopped it when Martin McFly's come out of Doc's apartment and and he's just skateboarding around they paused it and said oh no it just looped um it's just a break we've got a bit of an interval and i thought that was a bit suspicious because the title card for back to the future 2 came up but back Uh-oh. to the future 1 came up and i was Uh-oh. like that doesn't sound right so anyway we had an interval and we we um we bought some drinks and stuff me and my brother and we went back and then the film started back to the future 2 title card and it was back to the future 1 again Oh no! Jeez! Right, and then the woman came out and says, "We're really sorry, but we don't have Back to the Future 2. Oh no! What? Did you not have it? All right, oh, and I, we, everybody was so like, are "You fucking joking!" Like, <laughs> that's the reason why that's we're, we're here that's... today. You had one job to do, lady. Good I know. God. If, if, I mean, if I'm not being funny. But, like, if they had forgot the third one, I don't think anybody would have given a shit. Like, yeah, you know, but it's just... Oh, man. Um, sucks. So, could they not have just sent someone to Tesco to pick it up on DVD? I'm sure it would have worked. I'm sure they've got a DVD well, back. Like I said, like, I was joking because the interview took quite, quite a long time. And I was like, are they running to the... To, to, yeah, to Asda or something and trying to get it on DVD? And it turns out they probably were, but... Yeah, they were so, probably all sold out, man. Back to the Future Day. I've been so, looking forward to that day. <laughs> no, oh they, they, they said um, we're really sorry. We'll refund everybody, but we can't play Back to the Future Two. But we will. We can play three. Um, right. Oh yeah, it's all right. It's all right. No, and, it's not all right. That's bad. Everybody well, walked what out. What are you gonna do? Everybody walked out. Yeah. So I would too. Go. I'm sorry. I've, I've, I've been waiting for that day for all your life. 20 years I've been waiting for that day. Oh, God. But wouldn't you have thought they'd have gone, look, I'll tell you what, we'll put it on again tomorrow and yeah, we'll get it sorted something. out. No, they didn't even do that. I wasn't, I haven't had anything that disappointing, but I'll tell you this. Uh, the Duchess and I, when the Simpsons movie... What? Never mind that. The Simpsons movie <laughs> was coming out and... We stayed up crazy late for the midnight showing, and we went out there, and the freaking power was off. There was a blackout at the movie theater, and we couldn't see it, and everyone was like, wah! But, so. like, I mean, the, 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 the gutting thing was, is, like, this day will never happen again. You yeah, know, exactly. This, this, is, this is the day where they traveled to. And I was like, yeah, what a great day to watch happen. the trilogy. Again. And I still, and the funny thing is, I went back home, and obviously the trilogy was on on TV as well, right? Because there was celebrating it there, and I missed Back to the Future too. I only caught the end, oh, and I, I, the bit where they're in 1955. So I never saw like a minute of the 2015 footage. I didn't even see any of it. And obviously, yeah, I have got it on DVD, and I just I just couldn't be bothered at that point. I just watched three. You should have said, look, I'll tell you what, missus, I can nip home, get back to the future too for you, and then we'll be sorted. Exactly. 
couldn't you? You could have just done that. I'm and sure then many people. I mean, I'm sure many people in the uh, in the audience had it on arm as well. You know, there's a few back to teach uh, back to the future t-shirts and stuff. So. But it's just... They should have just said, look, who lives the nearest to the cinema? Have you got it? Go and get it. We'll sort it out. The job done, couldn't they? I know. But it was, it was, it was, it's been a stressful week. I mean, I've got a stressful week next week as well. I'm, I'm filming a, a TV commercial next week. Wow. Uh, and I'm not allowed Ooh. to say who it's for, all right? But let's say that it rhymes with Jaguar Land Rover. Oh, my. <laughs> what? <laughs> Congratulations! Sorry. That's like a feather cat, man. Yeah, maybe I yeah, shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. But uh, no, no, it's fine. Yeah. No one, no, none of them will listen to this. No one cares. Do you know? Do you know what? I'm just gonna say. I'm just watching the footage from Back to the Future too, and a guy just walked past who looked like he had an ironing board under his arm. Yeah. Well, that's that's what happens now. <laughs> it did look like you an actual ironing board. Every day, I saw that yeah. yesterday. <laughs> Dude, cool ironing board, man. It's a mega board, but it looks like an ironing board. Yeah. Uh, now Fraser has a solution for you. Have you seen in the chat? Chinny has got a solution. You've right, got a travel that solution. Back. Has already been said to me. So it's, it's very funny. <laughs> yes, hilarious. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey. Never mind, mate. I, I must admit, I do feel for you. Yeah, really. I was, good. I was genuinely good. I, I really was. I was. I was uh, it spoiled my day um, because you know I'm a, as you know, I'm a massive Back to the Future fan and. I, I always thought when I was a kid, you know, I can't wait to sort of see what that day will be like. And, yeah. and no matter what I'm doing. It's not the experience of watching the movie. It's the experience of watching it with people in the cinema. Yeah, it's, it's that, yeah. that's exactly yeah. it. Because when I, when I saw number one in the cinema, which obviously I suppose if you used to take anything positive away, I, at least I saw the first one at the cinema. Um, yeah. I, 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 it, was, it was just cool to see everything like on, on a big screen. And, and I noticed things that I hadn't seen before and, you know, and Back to the Future is one of those films where you you watch it over and over again, and you do spot different things. And I was able to because my brother, um, you know, likes Back to the Future, big fan of Back to the Future, but I don't think he knows about as much as I do in terms of like the facts and all this stuff. And I was telling him about the the, the Twin Pine Mall and the Lone Pine Mall and how it changed from the start of the film to the end of the film and all this. Uh, and he never noticed any of that stuff, so he really enjoyed watching it with me because just to sort of point those things out. But we, yeah, we never got to uh, watch the second like Running commentary throughout the movie, like, all right, people, listen up. Here's the stuff we're going to tell you about. This is the bit where he grabs the hoverboard. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, never mind. Man. But you know, never mind. It's I know it's a little petty thing to get sort of angry about, but whatever. Oh, no, I don't think it's petty yeah. at all. I think it's something that you were really excited about, and the movie theater yeah. made a big deal about, obviously, and they yeah. screwed up. Yeah. It could have been worse. It could have been worse. Yeah, I mean, at least I saw. Do you know? Do you know how it could have been worse? Stop being you know, stiff upper lips, you. Brick. I'm just no, but I was going to say I could, I could have been to watch it, seen yeah, all of it, and then been gloating. There, right, Chinny? That would have yeah. been much worse. See? Yeah. It would have been much worse. I could have watched it with you, Stu. That would have been worse. That that would have been much <laughs> worse. You know, you know, or Duke could be streaming bits of Back to the Future too, just to rub it in. Yeah, I watched them yes. there. Yeah, I still I need to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when the house settles down and and we've got stuff in place, I mean, I mean, I could watch it, you know, like next week or something. But there's still stuff to do in the house, and I'll, I'll probably just sit down and watch the trilogy with Tara or something. Yeah, black out the windows, man. Make it like you're in the pictures. Get some popcorn in. Be sorted. Yeah. 
The old side. So that's. I mean, I don't know if there's anything else to talk about. It, the, the house is really is really nice. I'm I'm very happy with it. There's uh, there's a lot to do, um, but yeah, you know, it's it's good. It's good. There has been some exciting stuff this week, hasn't there, Duke? I've noticed uh, that you've got Fallout 4 preloaded and ready to go. Is that right? Yay! Uh, here. Yes, I did. I got it on Green Man Gaming because someone put some code up on the Reddit, some discussion on Reddit about Fallout 4, and someone said, yeah, 20% off with this Green Man Gaming code. And I was like, that can't be right. And I went in, and it was. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm saving 20% on the game. Sweet. And I know that they discontinued the code right afterwards or something. So sorry, people. I couldn't share it around. But... I don't know. But I've got to say, uh, my gray market code worked a treat. Well, no right. no problems there. Sweet. Yeah, no problems. Very exciting. Yeah, and I got it on. What, what did I get that on? I think it was Friday it came. And they said, like, you know, here's your code. So you can get it preloaded on Steam ready to go. Yeah. So I, I was... There was a bit of trepidation, you know, because obviously for a, for a code that only cost me 20 quid, you know, I was like, oh, it's probably yeah, not going to work. This, is it? At least we're going to show up and say. <laughs> I wasn't worried about that. You're, uh, but anyway, I, I went in. You're buying things from people who are in, uh, uh, fraudulently uh, affecting currency rates in other countries. And you went, I didn't know. I didn't know. And they said, ignorance I didn't know is that. an excuse. <laughs> ignorance is an excuse. Anyway, uh, yeah, I put it in, worked a treat. And it took how long did it take yours? It took mine probably okay. about two and the, my favorite time. This is it's where we story, are. Story, story, story time. We've been here for a while, but in case people don't realize, this is the story time part of the show. It took me like I don't know, probably like an hour, hour and a half to download it. I actually just set yeah. it up as soon as I came home, as I checked my email, got another rejection letter for the book, and then um, saw the code in my email, and I was like, oh sweet! So I set it up, and uh, yeah. Then I started looking yeah. at Facebook and stuff, and before I knew it, it was loaded. Because it's big, isn't it? 23 gigs. 23 gigs? I'll tell you the truth. Yeah. That's like half of what GTA 5 is, so it's not that big. Yeah, no, that is true. That is true. But, I mean, for a Fallout game, it is because you can combine all the other Fallout games, and they're still smaller than the, just the one instance. Of course they're going to be smaller. I know, they're tiny. Yeah, so, 20, yeah, 23 gigs, I, I thought it would be bigger than that because, yeah, yeah GTA 5 is bigger than that. Hatlow Master Chief Collection is bigger than that. Let's look how big Witcher is. Yeah, Witcher was quite big. I think that was Find out just how big. How big is it? Properties, local... Welcome to Duke Checks His... uh, (laughs) His memory. Oh, that's the build. Uh, Yeah, so The Witcher 3, with the latest update, is 37 gigs. Yeah, it's pretty big. Nearly double. Nearly double. Crazy. So the Bethesda is better than whoever made The Witcher 3 because they can do it smaller. Yeah. But probably. I like probably don't fun. look as, probably don't look as good. You know what I mean? The best developer on the planet is why. Nah, it's probably because it don't look as good. It's probably not as high resolution. You can, do, you can just stop with that now. Nobody cares what you think <laughs> it's, about it's, it. It's probably because, I like... I know you're going to start with that as soon as we begin next week. <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you. You know what? <laughs> I, I was talking about how great it looks. I don't think it's that great. It's probably because Fallout 4 is like only goes up to 560p. <laughs> like anybody fucking gives a shit. Seriously, you've got to stop that. 
I'm jo- I'm trolling you, man. I'm trolling. You. Anyway, I hadn't noticed. Uh, it's so different. From what uh, I usually do. Uh, anyway, Jenny, uh, since you've not been on, have you actually had time to play anything? Well, um, obviously, look, there, there, there's uh, no absolutely <laughs> nothing. Play it. Jack. <laughs> I have, um, uh, oh, by the way, I, I sent Cineworld a tweet about my uh, experience for Back to the Future. Do you want me to read that out? Yes. All right, yeah, go, go. Yeah. If you have kids in the room, you might want to leave. Uh, Actually, I have, you recorded this ahead of time. Here, I'll play it. F*** yourself. Yeah. Now, you've got to be fine, man, if you want them to take you're, notes. You're not far, to be honest, Duke. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, what a joke. Fuck you, Cineworld. Thanks for ruining the one day I've been looking forward to for 20 years. Uh, they couldn't play Back to the Future 2. Funny enough, they never replied. I don't know why. The heck? Mm, weird. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I have played a little video game. It's called Tetris. Uh, when I was trying to get into the, the sofa, into the house, uh, that was uh, that was fun. <laughs> Fortunately, we didn't finish it. Um, but, uh, you know, I got, I got an achievement for most time wasted. Uh, so how how big is this sofa that you couldn't get it through the big. door? It's it's not like ridiculously big. It's just that the so- not to harp on about my house at all or show, but like it's not that. But because we got like a two and a half seater and a three seater, right? And right, and the okay. two and a half one, we we me and Tara's brother, we we managed it. We we did it right. It was a bit of a squeeze, but we did it. And then. The three seater was just nah, just a, I think it was like a foot extra or something. It was just no chance, no way. And uh, so is it? Is it that you couldn't get it round the corner, or you just couldn't get it through the door? Through through the kitchen door. All right, okay. Yeah, it's all good. But um, yeah, video games. I played very very briefly. Uh, I finished up um, Sleeping Dogs about two weeks ago. So I finished all that, and I finished all the DLC. Um. And then very briefly, because the danger that I've run into now, I, I, I'll, I'll have you know, my Xbox is actually set up um, and ready to go uh, in the living room. I've set it all up. It's good to go. Because, we, well, the reason why we set it up is because we wanted to watch Netflix last night. So we watched, so we, because we, for some reason the Chromecast doesn't work on the What'd you watch? TV. Uh, we watched Pineapple Express. That's funny. It is a funny film. We watched it a long, long time ago, but we couldn't really remember it. Um, so we, you know, it was the first night really that we've had. You know, that's that's just like let's just relax. Let's we we ordered a pizza. So we you know and just just yeah, watch some Netflix. Put your stuff in. Let's take it easy tonight. Yeah, and um, and 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 it, that gave me the the Chromecast didn't work on the TV, and I I was like that gave me the perfect excuse. I was like, well. Got to set up the Xbox for me, uh, so I, I did that. I did that, and I, I have warned Tara. I said you know, next week is is Fallout Four, um, so she's fully aware, and she's shrugging her shoulders. She doesn't really care. Um, <laughs> uh, so, like you know, the, it is a big week. So I, I and, and it is coming. I, I I have ordered it. So hopefully next week I'll I'll get some some errors on Fallout Four. Um, but no, I haven't I haven't played anything. But I did briefly play The Escapist. Uh, oh right, okay. Um, that was I played that just before I moved, uh, and I played it for a little, I'd say about an hour or so, 
because the problem is I, I don't want to play anything big. You know, I've got Mad Max here, right? But I don't want to start it really because no, because, I the same way, yeah. I had the same you experience. know, there's Fallout, and I, and I thought, well, The Escapist is this like little tiny game. I could, I could give that one a go. So I, uh, yeah, I, 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 I put it in, and and, and I, I, I think it's okay. Um, I definitely don't think it's got the same hookers. Like pe- people were recommending this game to me because of Prison Architect. You know, they were saying like, oh, this is sort of the reverse. You try to escape out reverse. of prison. Yeah, and you, you, so you fall into the routine of um, of being a prisoner. So for people that don't know, it's, it's quite an old game, so I'm sure people have heard of it. But it's a, it's a top-down, sort of pixel-friendly type of game. It's very cute-looking. And uh, you, you, you're in a prison, and, and you have to escape the prison, and you start off in a very sort of light prison. Um, but you still have to sort of maintain regulations and, and go about the daily business. So you have to do chores, and you have to go to the shower and, and drop the soap and all this stuff and you have to eat your dinner and, and go to your cell and, and you can buy things and sell things to inmates and there was I, I thought it was good and, and, and well rounded and stuff but I, I found it a little bit uh, hard to know what to do next I, I, maybe there's just too much open for me to do I didn't really know what to do in terms of like I maybe I'm just dumb, but like I think I think I needed my hand held a little bit longer than the tutorial did for yeah. me. Um, I just didn't know where to start. You know what I mean? Like, and I just, just sort of followed the routine of of the day and and didn't really get far. Um, and I think maybe I need a little bit more knowledge uh, if I you know watch some videos or something or, or read up on it about what I can do. Because yeah. I wasn't just really coming up with anything. I was trying to talk to other inmates and trying to come up with, you know, is is there like like a shank I can get and kill some guards and something? Or, you know, there was there were certain doors that were locked and it, and it looked interesting. It looked like I could probably get in there and 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 you know do something. But I, I reckon just, maybe it's the type of game where you have to like be patient and go through the routines, and eventually you'll see something that you can tweak or adjust. I think so, but that in in doing that, it's not very interesting you know it's not so did it didn't have like a tutorial to show it does you have a tutorial to. but like it's very basic tutorial you know um i feel like i need to spend more time with it to sort of appreciate it more but it wasn't grabbing me i have to say and and prison architect funny enough has added um a mode in it where you can escape as well so it, it, it pretty much has this in it i don't think it's as in depth as this but um and, and people say that mode is is pretty much the most boring part of Prison Architect. So I don't know if um, if it just maybe it's just not a great concept in 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 practice. You know, in theory it's probably a good idea, but maybe in practice. But I don't know. I, I think I need to spend more time with the escapist to to fully understand the, all the mechanics. But I think they were just throwing a little bit too much at me too quickly, uh, and I wasn't really able to get into the sort of the spirit of the game, you know what I mean? I was just sort of following the routine and that was it. I wasn't really getting into sort of planning and, and, and shanking people and beating up guards and stuff. I was just, that was it. We're basically working out how to escape. Yeah, I, I, I didn't really know how to, I, you know what I mean? I didn't. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe you just got to work it out. So it felt, in that sense, like a a classic, you know, like the old SNES games and Amiga games where it really just didn't tell you anything. Um, and there was just... Games- 
pretty linear, so you didn't have to try to guess what you were doing. I suppose. I mean, like things like games like the first Zelda game, for example, where you yeah. know, you're literally just there and, and there's no handheld and you just sort of figure it out. And I think Zelda 2 is is also quite well known for, for being pretty brutal in terms of direction. Um, yeah. but I think just games are just a little bit more uh, uh, elegant in, in, in how they sort of direct you and, and point you yeah. uh, in the right direction. I don't know. Um, I, I just feel like maybe I didn't... Maybe I missed something. Maybe I... I I feel like I'm missing something. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I suppose. Like, I feel like I'm not getting it, um, which is a shame because it has a lot of charm and it's quite funny and so on. But maybe I really sort of feel like I want, I need to give it another go, but I don't really want to. Do you know what I mean? You know that feeling of like this deserves a bit more of my time for me to understand it, but at the same yeah. time, I didn't really enjoy. Like you weren't having played it the last time so no i know what you mean it's that sense of obligation rather than the compelled by fun exactly exactly yeah and i, and I agree i think it's partly that understanding what you've got to do and then you're making progression aren't you rather than just mm. doing the mundane stuff all the time and you're not really sure you know you don't feel like you're getting anywhere i guess no no but uh you know it, I, I, I haven't heard anyone really say anything massively positive about the escapist i think most people sort of like the concept of it but i haven't heard anyone saying i've spent 20 hours in this game you know what i mean it's it's always just like yeah it's a good idea it's quite cute right. but that's it i haven't proved me wrong if someone wants to prove me wrong by all means but i haven't heard anyone really get into this yeah the if you're out there about the escapist then write in send a speak pipe and tell I've, got, I've got to say though that was funny then as one went past he said better call Saul so yeah. that was kind of funny yeah so there's all sorts of things like that little in jokes they like little in jokes jokes but yeah so there's a uh, by the way there's a few people in the Twitch chat we should say hello just while we're on the thing uh, Verbal Rob's here uh, yeah. Fraser Moore Balo Mike Damn, Olcott, uh, they were just hoping that Chinny wasn't around and we'd have him on again yeah, I know. That's it. They're just they're loitering with intent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry to disappoint. But that, that's that's all I played. So I haven't played it much, but I've managed to talk about it for twenty minutes. So there you go. So there you are. Well done. No yeah. Well done. Uh, Duke, over to you. What have you been up to then? Uh, yeah. So I've been playing. What have I been playing? Uh, first of all, I have a story I have to tell. Oh yeah, it's my favorite. My time. favorite time. Um, so the custodian who, uh, cleans my classroom and the other classrooms near mine, uh, his name's Anthony. He's a really nice guy. And sometimes we talk about video games and he, uh, he has a Nintendo Wii or Wii U, I should say. And I think he has a 3DS cause he was talking about a 2D Batman game, which I, that sounds like it would be on the 3DS maybe. I don't know. Anybody know about a 2D Batman game that came out recently? There's been a couple. I think there was one on the... Was it uh, Batman Blackgate? I think yeah, it was called. A... And that, that came out on the handheld. So that was on Vita was, 3DS. Wasn't there one on the Wii? It was like Batman Beyond or something. Maybe. There might have been. There might have been. Anyway, uh, so he uh, was talking to me about that. And he was talking about some other things. And then he came in uh, on Friday. And he goes... Hey, Eric, have you heard about this game that came out recently? It's called, uh, what is it called? He was, uh, he's like, uh, what is it called? Um, was it called, uh, Undertale? And I was like, ah, God, no! <laughs> he's like, everybody's talking about how great it is. Well, let me talk about how great it's not. 
because it's not. No. But he was just saying that, you know, he, he everyone's talking about how wonderful. And I was like, look, I told him what I told y'all. Everybody loves it. I gave it a shot. I don't understand why everyone loves it at the end. So, I don't know. It's just weird. But I thought that was funny that he was asking me, like, hey, have you heard about this game? Like, no, not that game. Next, he's going to come in next week and be like, hey, have you heard of Heavy Rain? It's like, no, no, make it stop. Uh, ah. So anyway. Uh, just to let you know, I've had a look, and it is, it's uh, Batman Origins Blackgate, and it came out on Vita, Nintendo, 3DS, Wii U, PlayStation 3, 360 on PC. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um. Yeah, so what else? Um. Yeah, so Mushroom 11. Oh, boy. This game, man, let me tell you. Whew, it's tough. I'm got I finally got to the part where because most of the game I feel like I've been just doing very very well and yeah there are parts in it that are tricky but I've never felt like it was like grueling but now I got to the part that's grueling holy crap and it's not just that it's grueling but that the level design isn't super in my opinion in certain rare spots so for instance the one that I'm showing now on the stream is there's a part where you're in a minecart and the, the, the rail that the minecart is on is electrified. So while it's – if you touch the rail, you're done, and it'll electrocute the whole mushroom all at once. So it's going up and down, and what you need to do – of course, this person in the Let's Play does it instantly. Uh, what you have to do is you have to keep the mushroom in the cart while it's going up and down, and it'll fling the mushroom out of the cart, and you have to – Basically keep it at a certain – not only like keep it a certain shape so that it will fit in the cart, but you have to keep it so that the velocity is the same and all this stuff. And it's just like so frustrating. So I finally got it, but it was really tough. And, and it was the type of thing where it wasn't just you know getting – figuring out how to get the green blob to go where you want it to, but you had to rely on like a lot of luck. And it's just, I don't know. I don't think this is a very good level. It was kind of a neat idea, but it was just so difficult that I just, I found myself just like, oh, I'm mad. And, and anytime you have to rely on that kind of luck, I just don't think it's good level design. But whatever. Eventually I got done with it. And I've, I've gotten, you know, then you move on to a different part of the level and it's, it's back to, you know, tough. But, but you feel like you can do it and it's not about luck. It's about just, you know, getting stuff where you need to go and it's it's tricky but it's not confusing or it's not mind numbing and it's difficult and so no but it's i guess it's just you got to keep on doing it and doing it until yeah. you finally get it right it I guess. And, and you know I, I i beat super meat boy so you know that's not in and of itself a problem for me it's the thing of you know in super meat boy there isn't a lot of luck involved it's all skill and twitches and reflex but on these levels with the minecart, it's there's some luck, and it's like so ah, annoying. So whatever. But it's still a great game, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. And I don't remember who it was. Somebody was watching me play it recently, and I thought that was kind of cool because it's good. Uh, it's just weird. I don't. I don't think. I don't understand people wanting to watch me play it. But eh, eh whatever. And then I've been playing some Skyrim. For various reasons. I don't really know why. Whatever. It is what it is. And um, the other thing I've been playing is Rust. And um, the... Here, wait. 
The Fallout Rust server. So there's a server that I found called Rustout, which is a Rust server that has Fallout New Vegas built in it. So they've used the very rudimentary tools of Rust to recreate Fallout New Vegas. And you can see in one of these images that I'm pulling up, there's the strip in the distance. And here, there's the strip up close. And it's, I mean, it's not really Fallout New Vegas because you don't have any quest lines. You don't have any stories. You don't have any, you know, there's only a few of the landmarks of New Vegas. But the thing that's good about it is that you finally have some PvE action because Rust is based entirely on PvP, right? It's all about people coming to kill you when you least expect it and there's nothing you can really do when they try to kill you. I mean, you can fight back and so forth. Anyway, it's all PvP. I'm not a very aggressive PvP player. So mostly what I do in Rust, as you all know, is I build towers and I you know, help other people and, and all that. But with this... Uh, with the Rust Out server, what we have is um, I can go, you know, they have like ghouls that will run at you. And they're not actually ghouls, but they're, you know, basically they're NPCs. And so you have, you know, enemies that you can fight instead of other people. And I don't know, I just really like that because it's just more fun for me. It's not, it's it's easier for me to deal with. Is there, and it's, still, just, is there still people running around? Like, there are people there, there are enemies in real life there's pvp fighting happening but it's it's generally everyone's focused on killing the mobs you know the monsters around them and not many people focused on trying to kill you now they still just do, a fallout new vegas mod that does this yeah it's basic well it's one person who's sort of made this their you know they've designed this on their server because rust imported uh, rust created these signs and once you have signs and you can import your own images to the signs suddenly you can make basically anything you want and obviously as you can tell it's not as um you know comprehensive as the real new vegas not very comprehensive at all but it's kind of nifty because they have you know the medical clinic, and and they have you can you can buy stuff from the characters too, which is really nice because it used to be that you know in in the vanilla game of Rust you can't buy anything, so the fact that there's a shop is just really cool. It changes the nature of the game. It makes it more like an MMO, and I think this is the sign of what's to come because there's a lot of things you can do with it. You know, like in the in the vanilla game, if you want to get a gun, you have to run around whacking barrels until you get enough blueprint fragments to hopefully show you a, you know, reveal a gun. But now with this, all you have to do is chop a whole lot of wood and then you can trade the wood in for caps and then you can use the caps at a different store to buy a gun. And it just, right, I was going to say, how do you make your money? Yeah. It, it just makes it a little more, you know, and it's, it's kind of dumb because, you know, chopping wood isn't tough. It isn't dangerous, but, it's fine. I like it. Depends where I like you the chop fact it, though, man. Depends where you chop well, it. Well, that's yeah. It depends yeah. where, yeah. It can be real dangerous. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I, so I'm really liking it. The fact that there's this, you know, PVE element to it, and there's this, you know, economics factor involved. I just think it's really good. Now, it's funny because as soon as I discovered this, like a week later, they had an update to Rust that major had some major renovations to it. So lots of things changed. 
and the server basically went away for for now. But you know, the scuttlebutt is that they're working on it and they're going to re-release it as soon as they get everything fixed. So, yeah, it's good. I'm liking it. Um, you know, and Vanilla Rust, I play on the CMW server still, and you know, there's a good crew of people there, and I'm playing with them. Wouldn't you rather play just like a Fallout New Vegas mod, though, rather than this? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, if I... is the thing, is that, like, I'm realizing that there's part of it that I love that has the openness and the story missions and the characters of Fallout and Skyrim, but then there's the mechanics of, you know, building your own house and, and, and you know, chopping down trees and stuff. And I think once we get to a place where both of those things are in the same game... It'll just be awesome. And I'm expecting cool stuff from Fallout 4 in that regard, but I, it's not going to be nearly as developed as Rust. You know what I mean? So I was going to say, isn't that on Tuesday when you're going to get it that? It is. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, but again, you know, part of it is I'm trying not to get my hopes up too high because you know it's not going to be Rust plus you know, everything that we're hoping for Fallout 4. So I'm, I'm trying to stay realistic with that whole thing. But I am looking forward to that crafting element. That's the part of it that I'm most keen to see about. So, Yeah, you've got to keep them expectations in check. Exactly. And yeah. that's it. That's what I've been playing. That's what you've been playing. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I, I have been playing a few things. I've finished Hearts of Stone, so that's done yeah. and dusted. Uh, I also did the side missions, so I've done all of those that are within the game as well. Um, you know is now that you're done. There's what? Sorry? What's your review noise now that you're finished? Uh, the review noise of Hearts of Stone as a whole was... <laughs> oh, yeah, not so good That doesn't end. end well at all. Yeah, it doesn't end well. It doesn't end well. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why it doesn't end well. I was, on, I was on the Overseas Connection last night, and I was talking it's about so it on there. I was talking about on there. But here's the issue, right? There are two new main characters that you're sort of you know, involved with in the DLC, shall we say. But the problem is that they're both pricks, right? And and neither of them are are in any way, shape, or form in the least bit likable. And kind of the final end of... Sorry, would you say that they they don't don't have a lot of soul in them? Their, Their hearts are basically made out of, like, stone? That's possibly true. Ah... But, but here's the thing, right? At the end of the game, you basically got to choose between them. So you got now a bit of a spoiler, but you've got to decide who you want to side with, right? And to be honest, heartbreaking decision to make about whether his best friend lives <laughs> or dies. And to be honest, I really couldn't have given a shit about either of them. I'm sick and of that I, whole cliche coming up every time. It's like you're gonna have to choose. Yeah, and and to be honest, I really couldn't have been bothered because I just I thought they were both. Them both. Was so. that an option? Yeah, no. Which would have been should I would have been, been happy with that option. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some way of getting rid of both of them would have been quite both. good because because they were both heinous characters, <laughs> and they were both wrong. I mean, I I did like them as characters because they were both interesting in their own way. And they were both kind of evil, but in different ways. So let me ask so you this. I, Did you feel that way about, what's his name, Trevor in GTA Five? No. You didn't feel I, that Trevor was a scumbag that you didn't care if oh, he died? Of course he was. Absolutely. But I, somehow, 
and I don't know why, but I always feel like Trevor has a little, a little bit of likability because he's such an idiot. Do you know what I mean? Like when I used to, I just think that if your whole attitude is, well, I don't care if they die because they're total scumbags. Trevor's pretty much a scumbag. No, he was, but when he woke up in a dress in the middle of the wilderness, right? It was just kind of funny. Yeah, it was I mean, a kind of if you wake up in a dress in the middle of nowhere, you can forgive him for killing two people Correct. in cold blood for no reason. <laughs> of course you can, really, because he was kind of a funny at the same time. As long but, as it's funny when you're murdering people for no reason. Exactly. But the the two characters in, in Hearts of Stone have no... OJ movie. got away with it, you know. He just cracked some <laughs> yeah, jokes. And people liked him. Just doesn't... Yeah. Must have quit. But yeah, no, they, they just weren't likable characters, neither of them. They were, they were just... But they were interesting. I liked them for what they were, but not kind of as an end to the game. I don't know. I don't know. Um... But it's, it is still good. It is still very, very good. I can totally recommend it. Well, I mean, well, Rob said that I thought you'd be used to hanging around with two annoying guys, Jim. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, <laughs> but I only, I mean, I only paid six pounds because he had twenty pounds off on uh, for PlayStation Plus people. So I was just like, it's, it wasn't a huge investment, and I feel like I definitely got my money's worth out of it. Yeah. You know, and it's, the the only irritating thing, and I said this last night, because the only way in Witcher Three that you can level up is by uh, following main, really, quest lines, and, and you get your XP from completing quests. But I've nothing, like, nothing major left to complete now. I've, I've completed more or less all the quests at the level that I'm at. Mm. So every time I can, like, complete a quest now, I only get, like, 20 experience points. And I've just got some new... That was the sound of I've... Stu getting 20 XP. I know. I know. I've just got some new really cool armor, which is a level above my character because I'm level 37 now. Yeah. But but to use the cool armor I've got, I've got to be level 38. But I'm about 600 experience points off level 38. Well, to to do enough of these side quests that I only get 20 points a time from, it's going to take me bloody ages to get there. You know, yeah, what I thought you, you liked the work. game so much that you wouldn't mind doing it. No, well, yeah, but then I don't I don't need the extra Remember cool when I armor. About that in Skyrim. Oh wait, I've never done that. <laughs> yeah. I don't need the cool armor though. But here's the thing, here's the thing. So I'm guessing what'll happen is I'll have to wait now till the next expansion comes out. <laughs> and then obviously and obviously then I'll get enough experience points to, to wear the new cool armor that I've just got that I won't be able to wear now for like six months yeah. until I get the so, next expansion. So dumb. But I'm fine. I can wait. You know, I can wait till that comes out. Um but it's good, and like I say, and it's still an amazing game. I still love the game itself. It's just so... There's just so much going on. Do you know what I mean? And there were there were some just cool quests to do, so I enjoyed it anyway. Um, so, yeah, I've been playing that. Um, Chris MJW very kindly gifted uh, myself and Millie, because he said he thought Millie would like to play this, a game called Mindfork. Now, now good. I did... I, well, I think that's a play on words. Uh, but I did try and find some footage of this on YouTube, and there isn't any. <laughs> I couldn't find any footage of this that's game. Not even a trailer. Not even a trailer. Um, <laughs> Are we putting money down on how long it'll take me to find it? Oh, I'm sure you'll probably find it, but there isn't anything on YouTube that I could find. Um, and maybe I just spelt it wrong. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I couldn't find anything. It's called Mindful. the record. 23 seconds here. Well, there you go. Well done. Uh, yeah, Mindful. It's so hard to find. It's an interesting game. It's kind of like um, 
it's not it's not as hard as as he's he's trying to be one of those hard games. Okay, yeah. that's difficult to to master. And it kind of did to an extent. Shoo. It was the second yes. video down when I put in Mindfork <laughs> gameplay. I think I must have spelled. Yeah, is that is it all one word? Yeah. Oh, I, I did, did it with words, and I found it in twenty seconds. Don't give me this no, one no. word. Nothing came up. I don't know. Are you sure up. that you was using YouTube? Are you sure you wasn't just typing into a washing <laughs> machine? No, honestly, I went to YouTube. Anyway, uh, it took. So here's it's the thing, weird, right? Some... I can't find it. No, Stu, that's actually the sink. <laughs> Where's Millie? <laughs> I don't know. It that's a dog. It was seventy-nine p. Um, and it's basically like a geometric shapes, and they change shape, oh, and you yeah. basically just have to navigate a little ship around them, and that's kind of it, really. Uh, and it's, it's, the music's very cool, though. I was very impressed with the music. I'll be the uh, judge. It's, it's a slow build, I guess. Yeah, as you go through the levels, it just keeps on layering. All right, it's pretty good. Anyway. And it just, and obviously it beats in time to the, the shapes and stuff. But anyway, it took Millie about 15 minutes to finish it. Take that, everybody who's not Millie. I know. It probably so took this like, guy about, what, two years to make this? Went, oh. I know. Millie finished it in 15 minutes. Done. And I thought, I thought it was going to unlock more levels, though. I thought this was must be like, you know, the first set of levels and there'd be more difficult ones unlocking. But there weren't. There's 21 levels, and I think that's kind of it. That's kind of it. So uh, it was cool, though, but, you know, it's just not very big. It's just a very small game. Uh, so, yeah, played loads of that. Uh, played loads more Super Hexagon because they've updated it. So that's the reason we've been playing that again. Uh, they've, they've updated it. It does 60 frames a second now. Seriously? You put it to a Facebook thing? I'm not putting Facebook on here. I did it to Millie's, to Millie's footage. No. Millie playing it. Millie played it. Uh yeah, she's still got the skill, you know, but nowhere near the skill she used to have. She can still play it great, but not like she used to. Bless well, her. She's too, she's too old to be a pro gamer. There, she is. She's too old, man. Well, uh, she's, the, she's, the gymnast thing is like, oh, go home, grandma. <laughs> well, she is, but she is back on it. She is playing it still. So she's uh, she's old. got the... She's got the bug, man, but I said to her, I said, there's no way you're going to get anywhere near that 300 seconds again. She's like, I will do it. I'm like, no, you won't. I said, that was just a moment in time. That's gone forever. Gone forever. I said, you're never going to do it. But she wouldn't have it. So she's convinced she's going to get it. I know. I told her. I told her. I said, you're just too old. Too old. Anyway, so we've we've been playing a little bit of that. Um, And then the only other thing that I've played this week is Lumino City. I think it's probably supposed to be pronounced luminosity. Well, I think it's a, I think it's a play on words, isn't it? It's luminosity. Well, luminosity. I think you should shut your mouth, Duke. Yeah, it's not how <laughs> yeah. it's spelled. Let me let me answer your question with a question. Why don't you shut up? <laughs> so anyway, That's so yeah, yeah, luminosity or luminosity or whatever the hell you want to call this thing. Yeah, um, yeah I've got to say. It's it's actually really really good. I'm very impressed so far. Uh, it's very it very much reminds me of Machinarium. Yeah. So it's it's definitely got that kind of vibe going on. Uh, really cool sort of puzzles. I've been really impressed with the puzzles. I love the way that it's been made because this was made with all uh, real life sets and everything. You know what I mean? It's all like cardboard and 
they made all the sets and then put the animation on top of it and filmed it all. And it's, I don't know, it's just, it's just a very charming game. Looks charming. I love this word I was going to yeah. use. I just, I just love the sound of it. I love the just the way it looks, the art style. It smells. Uh, I love to eat this game. I want to eat it. Um, but I've got to say, the actual gameplay is good as well. I've, I've enjoyed the puzzles so far. Good. So I've been really enjoying all that, and uh, yeah, I'm impressed. Really impressed. Yeah. So hopefully it'll carry on. I mean, every now and again I'll get stumped for a little minute, and then I'll figure out what I've got to do, and I'm like, oh yeah, I've got to do that. And it's it's very much. Yeah, it's very much in the style of a point-and-click adventure game. So that's kind of how we think. It is a click adventure game. That's pretty much what it is. But a very nice-looking one. I mean, it it won a ton of awards, this. It's exactly Uh, like Stummies. And the twist is? It's a much bigger pill. Uh, And I can understand why. You know, I can I can totally understand why. The only the only minor criticism I would have is that the the text in the in the speech bubbles is very small. You're getting old, so man. We, I know. Really? So I'm too old. You're too old. Everyone's too old. Trying to figure out what he says in the, in the thing, but the yeah, but the, the dialogue thing. We are going to have large print video games. I said this years ago. I know. Uh, but the dialogue is funny. I reckon uh, video games will be made for us when we're 80, and it'll just be a dot, and you have to get the dot to another dot. Oh, this game dude. is amazing! Have you seen the yeah. Call of Dot? <laughs> Call of Dot. GT Dot. Uh, yeah, I stole that dot like crazy, man. <laughs> you press Y, you jack the dot. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's very good, so I can definitely recommend it. If you, I mean, I picked this up in a humble bundle. Of course uh, you did. I, I did, and I'm very glad it I did. Looks very and humble ha- bundly. It is very humble bundly. Um, and there's this, and you, you can see on the screen now. There's this massive uh, manual. So the, the the hint manual is like a proper manual. It looks like it's all made out of like papercraft and cardboard. It is. No, it really is. That's what they made it out of. So they had all like sets that they used. Like real sets. Real sets, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, you said that actually. Now you're not listening, Chinny. Damn. No, I wasn't stupid. listening at all because I was getting the news ready. <laughs> um, you were not getting news ready. Don't lie to me. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. I brought the illusion there. Yeah, no, I wasn't getting it ready. I'm very unprepared. But, I mean, the puzzles are very charming because you can see this puzzle here, which is like an electricity board. Yeah. Yeah. But to connect all the all the terminals, you have to use lemons that you got off a tree inside the house underneath. Why lemons? Oh, of course, as you do with an electricity board. Yeah, it's just cool. I mean, it's just, it's just very... Are you that if I stick a lemon in my electricity board, everything's going to be fine? That'll ha- that's but, how you can set up your new house. <laughs> you can you can run electricity me, from lemons, Tara, can't you? I heard it from Stu. <laughs> it's true. I played it's this true. video game. It's <laughs> going to be fun. As you know, you can run electricity off a potato. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Well, but anyways, it's, it's just very cool. I mean, even like like I was just saying, the manual is like the, the hint guide. But it's it's really technical looking, so I had to look at it once to try and figure out a, a puzzle. I'm like, I don't even know where to find the puzzle because this thing is huge. So how the hell do you what's even the, know where to look? This game again because I know it's not Mine Fork. It's not. It's Lumino City. Luminosity, oh, as Duke said, it's pronounced. Okay, okay. But oh, it's Luminosity. Up there. I'm not good I'm at like, this hosting. What have they made before this? Uh, Lumino or Lumo? Is it Lum? It's called Lum. L-U-M-E. Lum. Loom, there you go. All right, okay. 
Uh, but they won loads of awards. They're a British developer. Yeah. Uh, and it's cool. It's just cool. It so, cool. yeah. It is cool. It's cute. You know, it's, it's just generally cute. It's just like, oh, it's cute. And you have a little um, little side bag yeah. that you you put all your stuff in and you just get it out when you need something. Yeah. It's just great. I love it. Good. So very impressed. Uh, the only disappointing thing is that it only works with a keyboard and mouse, so I can't I can't play it on me on me Steam Link. So I've got to sit in the cold conservatory to play it, which is a bit of an hour. Where you cope? I I don't know how I cope. Is this thing generally working well for you? Uh, yes, overall, it's it's a lot better now. I've got the settings a lot. Uh, they seem to be working a lot better. Tight. So I don't have. I still. I'm still. It's still not as smooth as it. It's still not perfect. Um, but it's a lot better than it was. Good. So yeah, I'm not too complaining about it. I I can accept it for what it is. Uh, there you go. Uh. Right, and that's that's kind of it for me. I've not played a lot else this week. I mean, obviously next week we're going to be. Are we all? You know, are we all going in on Fallout next week? Is that? Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh. Yep. Yep. I'm going to be going up to. When this show is out, it'll be out. By the way. It will. Well, it's out in 15 Finally, hours. if it was released timely. Yeah, like those videos are from Egypt. <laughs> you try and move house and edit a video. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. That's... Putting news first. Middle of the show. Yeah. So yes, yeah, time for some news. Yeah. Chini, what's in the news? Cool. Right. Assassin's Creed is in the news. Let's have a read of this. Assassin's Creed Syndicate's launch week sales were clearly, quote, clearly affected by the underwhelming Assassin's Creed Unity, Ubisoft has admitted, and not the fact that they release it every fucking year. Uh, Speaking last night during an investor call, Ubisoft exec uh, Alan Martinez explained that the negative reaction to last year's Assassin's Creed has sparked a noticeable dip in the franchise sales year on year. Uh, Unity arrived with an array of bugs and low performance across all platforms, although images taken from the game's PC version, which seemed to fare worse, ended up being the most widely shared. Ubisoft issued a number of patches over sub uh, sub sub sub. Uh, sub- Subsequent, subsequent, subsequent months. By then, the damage had been done. This is a quote. Give me an accent, Duke. Uh, No, Duke. uh, Oh, I had a good one. Eritrean. No. Uh, What the What the hell is that? Um, uh, Russian. Clearly, in our first week, we were impacted by what happened with the Assassin's Creed Unity, Martinez says. But the um, Syndicate's second week sales beat those of Unity, he continues. And all things considered, Syndicate may end up beating its predecessor. We seem to be experiencing the same sales curve as Assassin's Creed 4, Ubisoft boss Yes Guillemont noted, versus Unity, Syndicate was down in the first week, but nightly outpawned in its second week. We hope that there is no other major video games out the next week, otherwise we'll be fucked. Uh, that's <laughs> funny. But isn't that interesting, though, because obviously Assassin's Creed 3 was was not very well received either and was a bit shit. Mm. So maybe they're onto yeah, something. Who knows? It doesn't sell very well. It probably still sold like five million or something stupid. Do you know what I mean? Like an Assassin's Creed not selling well is like 
like three to five million or something. Yeah. Most game developers would love to have that kind of sales. Yeah. And they're like, Puh, didn't sell very well. Yeah, but it's all relative, though, isn't it? Because you've got to, you've got to, got to sort of take into account. When you hire 78,000 countries to make your game. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I mean, was it, wasn't it so, Tomb Raider? You know, cultural group of developers uh, in many different countries around the world. Is that why every game they make in different countries, they all everybody speaks with a Cockney accent? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, but wasn't it Tomb Raider that, it, when it was released in 2013, it was like it sold like 3 million? And they was like, well, it's just not successful. It's, yeah, it's not enough. Not enough. Yeah, that's the world we live in. But anyway, yeah. Assassin's Creed, uh, apparently pretty good this, this this year. The bugs that we played at Eurogamer um, didn't really, wasn't a, a great representation of Final Game. It must have been an old build, but it's, it's people have been saying positive things about it, which is good. Yeah, I mean, as well, always, though, the, there was a massive day one patch. Yeah, so. well, whatever. But, like, we all, I always want games to be good. You know what I mean? I don't want a, yeah, I don't want a bad game, right? So I'm not going to hate on a game, you know, if I think people are saying it's good. So You're not cheering for it to be bad. No, no. Uh, as long as we all agree that De- Deadly Premonition is awful. Right, so next. Uh, a Witcher movie. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, a Witcher movie, uh, which is nothing to do with the Polish game maker CD Projekt Red, now has a global release date of 2017. It will both introduce the world of The Witcher and serve the beginning of the series to continue in film and on TV. Specifically... Themes from the short stories The Witcher and the Lesser Evil. The Witcher 1986 was the very first story written by Polish author. is flawless. And now, white haired mutant monster hunter. It follows Geralt as he takes on a contract to confront a monster risen from the double coffin of a, of a mother and daughter who died both in childbirth uh, several years before. Chu, what do you think of a Witcher movie? I think it could be very good if it's made by decent people. But you, oh. Although I, I have exactly the person who should do it. <laughs> yourself. Yeah. <laughs> It could be very good. I really wanted but, to make it. I know. I'm. I'm a bit worried though that it might be a bit shit. Yeah, but <laughs> that's, I mean, I'm worried that's, about. that's negative thinking because every video game movie made has always been 100 percent brilliant. Yeah, yeah. But to be fair, this There's isn't a, a video game, game movie, is it? Very, uh, yeah. It's not a video game movie. No, it's a, but of course, it's going to be appealing to that demographic. There's a lot of people who play the mo- play the game, and they're going to want certain things from the movie. I mean, I'm watching the trailer because there is a trailer on here. Well, I should um, put that on the stream then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Sorry, I'm telling a lie. This is from the original film they made in 2001, which was a bit shit, apparently. Well, I'm still. It looks a bit it. shit. <laughs> it looks a bit shit. That's why I was saying, oh, this doesn't look good. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it could be good. It could be good. So it all depends, doesn't it, who's who's doing it, I suppose, and whether they make a good job of it. But uh, it's good source material. This looks awesome. There's a sword. <laughs> Guy's got white hair. What else do you need? Yeah. It definitely looks like Geralt. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so who knows? Anyway, we'll we'll have to wait and see. It, it could be good. It could be shit. <laughs> I want to I see this this film. I know. <laughs> well, apparently the whole thing's on YouTube if you want to see it. Oh, is it? 
That's yeah. always a good sign, isn't it? When a film's on YouTube and, and, yeah, no, and one no one cares. cares. No one's no like, cares. whatever. Take that down. Yeah. Take it off. Take it off. Oh, don't bother. <laughs> Some of them are actually watching now. in this. There's jumping and stuff. There was a dragon. I did see a dragon. There go. <laughs> looks like it could be okay. Uh, this is going to be my movie of the year. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> what are you going to do? Um... So yeah, so that, that's that's that I guess. I guess we'll right. Uh, moving on, next bit of news. Cool uh, whatever the fuck this is, Banner Saga Two is delayed uh, into 2016. A game that I've never heard of was officially announced back in December 2014 and was slated for release on PC, PlayStation 4, and the Xbox One in 2015. Now, publisher Versus Evil has suggested it has been pushed back to the first quarter of 2016. The publisher told. Uh, broke the news to Eurogamer and, Euro, uh, and GamingIndustry.biz received the following statements. One, which made no comment on a date at all. Should you give me an accent, please? Uh, Mexican. Arriba! Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, hey, home, the Banner Saga 2's <laughs> development is progressing <laughs> nicely. Uh, customers uh, will have... Ten- do this in every country. Yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, customers who have attended Gamescom and PAX have seen its progress, uh, and we will update everyone on its launch date with timings. Okay, home. Um, that's that. <laughs> that's brilliant. Uh, what's uh, the Banner Saga, Stu? Uh, the Banner Saga was a really well-known game. It was um, it was a really successful Kickstarter. Uh, and it's kind of like a turn-based strategy game. Right. And it look it looks beautiful. I mean, I have got this. Uh, someone gifted it to me, and I did play it for a bit, but it, unfortunately, it's just not my kind of combat because uh, it is very combat, strategic. It? It's, it's strategic turn-based combat uh. and, and permadeath for any characters uh. that you lose as well, which is always annoying. Permadeath. Uh, permadeath. Oh. Yeah, you die permadeath. for good. It's basically um, a shine bedlam, but in Norway. Yes. Okay. It's beautiful though. I mean, it's the animation. It's like just watching a cool cartoon. Right. You know, when you when you're sort of watching the way the story plays out, it's got full voice acting, and it's That's it's a lovely, lovely game. The story is that a screenshot from the game? Is that kind of? Yeah, it does. That's, That's kind of. Oh, that looks. looks. Yeah, like you say, that looks like, like a cartoon, like a Disney cartoon. Yeah. It is. It's beautiful, and it, it it sort of even the animations like that. Um, you know, when it, like the little cutscenes that they have between areas and stuff, that's what they're like. So it's 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 a beautiful game. But um, yeah, there'll be a lot of people looking forward to this. So I think it's uh, I think is it it'll do well. in the the UK the new version. Of- I don't think so. I think this is. I think they are sort of so from around the, the sort of Nordic areas. I don't know. I don't know where the where the uh, the developing uh, Okay. Uh, uh. <laughs> Next, there we go. Sticker Right, we're not ready, <laughs> ready for the next uh, bit of news. Um, UK retailer Game uh, has this morning cancelled countless customer pre-orders um, for the pricey Fallout 4 Pip Boy Edition. The £99 special edition was only available in the UK via Game. Many fans had their pre-orders secured for months until this morning. Uh, when emails began appearing in inboxes delivering the bad news. Quote, we have tried to process your order and we have hit a few issues. The email shared with Eurogamer explained, unfortunately, your bank has come back to us and said they've not allowed the payment to go through. 
for your security and privacy. Um, they do not share the reasons with us. We do know that they usually reject payments for some of the following reasons. Billing address does not match the registered card address. Sufficient funds not available. Card expired or out of date. What this means is that we cannot collect payments or ship the order right now. Please contact customer service on blah, 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 blah. And we will replace your order for well, you. I mean, luckily, I mean, luckily this wasn't real. I mean, luckily it was it was a mistake and the, their ordering system had just screwed up. Uh, so everybody's orders are safe, yeah. by the way. Well, just, there's an update uh, on this. The game has admitted that Fallout 4 people with order cancellation were caused by an error in its own ordering system. Customers were informed that their orders were cancelled by this email this morning and told uh, and, and told it, it was due to their payments being declined. Um, and yeah, it was completely uh, it was a complete mistake. Uh, nice one. Yeah. Totally build mistake. customer confidence. But on the flip side, the the phone lines were jammed for hours. People were on hold for like three hours trying to get through to speak to them to find out what was going on with the special edition. Where's my fallout, pit boy? Yeah, and I, I was talking about this on the um, on the overseas connection last night, and I said like, you know, it's a bit of plastic. Yeah, really. I am what I have to film at a place, an engineering place, by the way, right? And 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 they do a lot of um, what do they call it? multi-layered like something manufactured. What, like, what, 3D printing, they, you mean? That's it. Like, he had this really posh yeah, yeah. for it, and he, I just went, is it 3D printing? And he went, well, yeah, but we, we don't call it 3D printing, but, it, but it's 3D printing. Yeah, right, great, shut up. So, um, he, he, was, he was showing me all these things, and I wasn't really that interested. He was showing me all these things that they make for McLaren, and it was like going on the F1 car and all this stuff, and I was like, bored. And then he went, Got this other thing here uh, that I printed for myself. And I went, oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Have you heard of a game called Fallout? And I went, hmm, 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 hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I might have, yes. Uh, and he yeah. says, well, I've, um, I've 3D printed a uh, Pip-Boy. And I was like, no way. <laughs> and he did. And he had one and he painted it and everything. And it looked cool. And he says, the funny thing is, everybody's like ordering this pre-order version of it. And I went, yeah, yeah, I might have heard of that. Um, and... You know, he just printed one. He went, I'm just going to print my own. Forget it. So. Yeah, there was, I mean, quite a while back, somebody had done the, obviously, the plans you needed to do a 3D print of one. Yeah, I think that's so, so they just released them to anyone who wanted them on the internet, so you could just, like, print them off, put them in your machine, and away you went. Yeah, and it had it's easy as that. It was, it was great. <laughs> so there you go. See? Who needs one of those? Well, but anyway. A 100 grand machine or whatever, and then you get one. But I said, all you need to do, right, is get your phone, a bit of gaffer tape, strap it on your wrist, job done. Bam. There you go. Don't need a bit of plastic. But that being said, uh, I am going to Feng Chui's on Wednesday for a few beers. And he has got one of these pre-ordered, so I'll get to see a Pip-Boy plastic thing. So I'll actually get to see one in the flesh to see what it's actually like. or whether you know. So I will report back on whether it looks cheap and nasty. Or whether it's kind of cool. I don't know. We'll wait and see. The the funny thing is, he has a um, a Samsung Galaxy Note, which is too big for it. So he's, he's got one, but can't actually fit his phone in it to make it. Maybe we should have phones be a standard size. Maybe that would be a better solution. Maybe that would help. What are you going to do? You wouldn't have to search high low for a phone case. How would how would they know what to to change next time? So you have to buy the stupid next phone. Yeah, that they 
Exactly. Slightly bigger. She's got a new hat. <laughs> so, yes, I'll get to see one anyway. I'll take my phone because mine will fit in it. <laughs> so I, I could use it. He can't. Yes. Um, I did download the app, though, just to have a look at it. Have you had a look at the app? No. no. Yeah, you uh, can download the app. I don't care. <laughs> in readiness. Uh, and it, it is kind of cool. It asks you, do you what, what do you want to connect to, PC, uh, PS4, or Xbox One? So it gives you that choice at the beginning. And obviously, if you have the game running, it'll connect to it. And then away you go. You can just... Uh, you just sort of have all your inventory and all that shit on your wrist rather than on the game. So Is that on your wrist, or can you do it on like an iPod Touch that you just hold? Yes, you can do it on anything. You can do it on any sort of device. It's it's cool in some respects because you know, apart from looking like an, an utter prick if you had one of those things on your wrist, uh, you can go in into your inventory without actually coming out of the game, I think. So it's, it kind of allows you to do stuff in your inventory without messing around in-game. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just a novelty shit, isn't it? Yep. You know? And like I said last night, anyone who wears one of those things is just going to look like a dick, aren't they? You have that yeah. and a Bluetooth, you'll be super awesome. Sick. Super. Yeah. Awesome. You're a really cool guy. Yes. So anyway, what else have we got? What um, else have we got? The uh, one of the greatest consoles ever made, even though it was a piece of shit, uh, the Xbox 360 uh, is ten years old this month. Oh, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, so, so yeah, it is a. It was a piece of shit, but it was also a, a great console at the same time. You know what yes. I mean? It was. It was. It brought a lot of people together. It had a fantastic library of games. But it was a piece of shit that pissed itself every three to four months. Um, it was just like a cute shitting itself dog, you know. <laughs> a yeah. cute dog with diarrhea. Cute dog with diarrhea that made you happy. Um, Do you know what I was thinking about? I was, trying, you know, I was thinking about the red ring of death debacle. Yes. yes. And obviously, it was caused by overheating, basically, wasn't it? Because yeah. it got too hot. It got too hot. And then it made me think that I wonder if that was because when they originally designed it, it was for the for the 256 megabyte of RAM, and then obviously Cliffy B came along and went, "Now look, if you want to if you want Gears of War to look like this, you're gonna need 512 megabytes, which will obviously make it hotter." And maybe he was the reason that it all failed. Maybe it was his it was fault. Cliffy B. It was Cliffy it B's was fault. Cliffy B. Yeah, um, he killed it. No, I, I, he probably would have shat itself anyway. But yeah, yeah. So uh, very quickly around the room, um, what any favourite moments for the 360? Stu, do. Uh, I guess for me, when I very first got it, even though I played Quake Four and it was a shit game, uh, Sean came around, thank Chewy. Chewy came around to the house, and I'm like, oh, I've got a 360. He's coming around, and he came around, and we booted it up, and. Um, I think it, I quite possibly think it was the first time we played it because he came around when I got it, and we were both just sat there going, "This is amazing! You can play what looks like a PC game on a console. It's amazing!" So that was kind of cool. And then the other thing I got uh, very early on, I got um, uh, Rockstar Table Tennis. Yeah. And it was the first time I played online against somebody else. And I was playing uh, table tennis with this dude from somewhere in America. And, and obviously, I just kept going to K. 
can you believe this? I'm playing with this guy, and he's in America, and I'm sat here, and he's in America. (laughs) Now I'm in America. Now I'm in Australia. Now I'm in America. And I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> and I think that was, and obviously I was chatting to him and he had some mates around and they were all chatting and it was just this, like, this is just amazing that I can play games with someone who's like thousands and thousands of miles away. So Stu's favorite uh, thing about the Xbox 360 was that it had the internet. Yeah, but I mean, you've got to think that's 10 years ago. I mean, now it's just but commonplace. With Everyone. people on maybe not different countries, but certainly in different states on the PS2. So the fact that you yeah, haven't well, had that experience yet, that says no, I never did that. That's about the console. Yeah, I never did that though. So it's kind of like that was the first time I'd ever done it, and it was just—it was incredible though, you know, that it you could cool just do that. do that. Yeah, no doubt. You know what I mean? And um, and obviously the fact that there's no, there was no apparent latency. You know that it's like you know, I hit the ball, he hits the ball, and it's like he's thousands of miles away, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, and I, I just, um, you know, I mean, we just accept that as commonplace now. And, you know, we speak to any teenagers, they'd think you were crazy if you're getting excited over something like what that. What was the but... first game that you played online, dude? Uh, the first game I remember really playing online was uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. And uh, there's this really cool, I think I probably told the story on the podcast before, but I'll play it, I'll tell it again. There's this really cool group of people uh, known as the Ice clan and we used to hang out in this room that they had with their dedicated server and all this and i actually got to know some of them fairly well when i went to florida one of them's like i live in florida come see me and we went to hang out with them and we had dinner with them it was really cool and then um it turns out one of them was in madison where i live so i was like oh my god and so we hung out a few times but then he turned out to be kind of a weirdo and he said tupac's alive man and i was like yeah i've heard that he's like no 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 Tupac's alive. No, no, he is. No, he works in my local laundry place. He was so intent. And, uh, yeah, and then eventually he stopped returning my calls. Uh, It was interesting last night. Mark Annex was saying that uh, Fable 2 got him into RPGs because up until then he'd never played an RPG. Uh Ah. And he said, and then he played Mass Effect and loved that, and now he plays RPGs all the time. And he said, if it weren't for Fable 2, he probably wouldn't. Yeah, Fable 2 was a great game. There's no doubt about it. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? No, because Fable 2 is on the screen. What the... Duke's showing Fable 2 at the moment. I'm joking. I love Mark. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, obviously, again, another early 3C. And look, Peter Molyneux did something that actually was quite cool. Oh, my God. Fuck is right twice a day. And to be fair, and to be fair, right, Peter Molyneux has been true to his word because I tell you what, since he did that raft of interviews when he said he weren't going to do any more interviews, I have not heard hide nor her of him since then. Even a stop. Being kidnapped. Oh, twice. I think he has. I think yeah. I think someone just gagged him. They all super glued his lips together, so he I can't didn't say anything this, anymore. But Battlefront Two was released in two thousand and five. I would have thought it was way earlier than that. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be wrong. Yeah. You'd be wrong. So yeah, I mean, and there's some, there's some fun memories. I mean, the other the other fun memory I have is is the original. Um, go, what was it called? Now I've gone completely blank. Now, ha. Uh, oh. I can't think what I was going to say now. Sorry. Yeah, no. Although Red Dead Redemption was very cool. Now I was thinking more like early memories. You know, early stuff that came out on it. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, what's yours, Chinny? Anyway, what's yours? What? Your your best your favorite memories of the oh, of the, the three sixty. I think um, yeah. 
Gears of War Online, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare Online, or some yeah. great memories. I think Red Dead, I, because I, I'm a big Rockstar fan, I played Red Dead, but I didn't play a single player for like a week because I was playing the online so much. Mm. Um, Halo 3, uh, you know, the discovery of like the orange box and stuff. Crackdown uh, was, yeah. was an exclusive. Yeah, yeah Crackdown was, was a good amazing. one. Yeah. I just had some great, great times on it. I think Rocket Races on Halo 3 was some of the best things I've ever done. Bioshock. Oh my Excuse god, me. that was so good. Yeah, it's been a good console. Two was exclusive to the 360, wasn't it? What was I? Geometry Wars 2. Oh, that was the game I was going to say. Geometry Wars, the original one. Uh, yeah. Because that was cool as well. Do you remember the first achievement you unlocked? What, in Geometry Wars? No, on Wasn't the 360. It... Oh, the very first achievement I unlocked. Ah, no. Um, Well, it's probably either going to be something in... Well, it'll either be in Quake 4 or possibly Condemned. Because mm. they were the two games that I bought with the console... So I got I, that. Those are the two games I bought with it when I got it. Shinny, you're not going to miss this opportunity to talk about Halo Wars, are you? Oh yeah. Halo. This would be funny if Shinny came on one day. He's like, I hate that game. Okay. Halo I, 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 when I'm playing Halo Wars, I actually say that. Like, I fucking yeah. hate this game. I just want to say, fuck this game. I'm done. Yeah, it's true. Um, Adventures first... was my favorite experience on the 360. What, what, what was your what was your first achievement that you unlocked on the 360, Duke? I have no idea. I just what was the first no What was the first game you played on the 360? I think it was maybe Gears of War 2, just because I was late to the party as always, um, and I oh. saw a Gears of War at a friend's house. And then eventually, you know, got a used one. And I was just really impressed by the way that the, you know, it was the thing where you run in the first Gears of War game and it, like, moved the environment around you, you know? That whole thing of, like, warping the graphics so that yeah. you, you run. So I was, like, blown away by that. Oh, my God. So, and the other thing is, I eventually got my 360 mostly because um, the PS2 stopped playing DVDs, so I needed something to play DVDs with. <laughs> and actually, nice. I got all That's funny. So you've got to have two reasons to buy one. Which is, why, <laughs> is basically what my PS3 is right now. It's just a way for us to watch Netflix and play DVDs. So there you go. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I mean, it, the, it is the, cool. The first cool achievement that I unlocked, by the way, was a game called the Hexic. Remember that? Mm, I do. That was like I think that was installed on mine for free when I yeah, got it. Yeah, no, that came that came as a free. Yeah, yeah, and I I, I played that because I had nothing to play for it really. And I but wasn't it wasn't it Hexic HD or something yeah, was, like that? Yeah. It was a good yeah, game. It's, like, it's, it's in HD, people. It's in 720p. It was, it was pretty good. Um, yeah, Hexic. HD. Yeah, wasn't that by Thingy? Uh, which which developer was that by? That was by uh, I think you made Plants vs Zombies, wasn't it? It could have been actually. Yeah. No, uh, not Telltale. Popcap, wasn't it? Popcap, yeah. Rock's I'm sure totally it was But it was uh, Popcap. Oh, I know no. my favorite experience from the Xbox 360. It was Naruto Rise of a Ninja. Naruto. <laughs> Naruto. It was actually... Um, no, it was um, Carbonated Games. Uh, I thought it was... It, it, it looks like it should be a Popcap game, doesn't it? All they have made is Hexit Games. They have never made anything else. That's funny. Yeah, uh, 
Well, yeah, that's cool. I mean, they had Dead Space now. Was I know, sorry, I tell a lie. They made other things. I completely fucked up. Uh, they played. Do you think they'll have... They made Uno. Remember Uno? No, oh, I loved Uno. First oh, that was... Pro game was an exclusive for the Xbox 360? Yeah, yeah it, was. it was. Yeah, It was the only console that was out. That They had loads of exclusives at the beginning. Yeah, because ah, they, so... they were out a year ahead of, of yeah. PlayStation. and Yeah, a oh. year ahead of PlayStation and Wii U. So, sorry, Wii. And so they had tons of exclusives. They did. That's how they did it so well. They just got loads of games that no one else had. So that's what another reason why they red ringed because they released it earlier, they pushed it earlier, rushed the console. Yeah. But doing that, they got ahead of everyone. Oh yeah, it kind of worked out in the end. Um, but yeah, there was, there's, there's lots of fun memories in there. Loads of fun memories of the of the 360 and all the stuff we did in it. Anyway, yeah. that's enough about the 360. Fucking oh. shit. Oblivion, baby. Don't forget Oblivion. Well, so right, okay. Anyway, I have uh, thing okay. Out just, oh, back the 360. I remember when I first got it. Hey, let's turn this on. It red ringed. <laughs> End of flashback. Fallout 4 <laughs> is a video game. Um, like oh, yeah. most major video games, has a review embargo. Unlike most major video games, however, Fallout 4 has an embargo. For its review embargo, a review <laughs> embargo is a shorthand uh, is a shorthand for the day and time that critics with publishers provided early copies of the game can publish their reviews. So an embargo is the date that they can publish their review because they had an early game, but you can't. Yeah, we so, got it, Frank. What's a review embargo? Review embargo. Right. This is common practice, and in many ways, it's a good one by setting an embargo. A publisher prevents the outlets from uh, racing to see who can publish the first review at the expense of thoroughness. Thoroughness. Uh, blah, 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 blah. But this, this is the first time we've seen an embargo on a review embargo. Here obtained by Kotaku uh, in, is an email sent out by, by Bethesda. So, we hope you're having fun exploring the wasteland of Fallout 4. We know your followers are eager to hear more about the game. If you'd like to reveal when your review or launch coverage will run, you can share it beginning this Friday, November the 6th. So they can't tell... Weren't allowed to say when they were going to... ...is going to be out. <laughs> but wasn't it going to be midnight on the day of launch? I, mean, I was going to say, surely, is whatever yeah. time the embargo for the reviews is, everybody's just going to put it out at the same time, surely. We're going to put it out at 6.66, which is 7.06. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But the review embargo is actually is, uh, is Monday, I think. Monday the 9th of Oh, really? Yeah, it is, 8 yeah. a.m. Eastern Standard. So it's actually... So that means all day long, students are going to be coming to me going, Mr. P, it said it's not 1080 for real. It's not actually 4X and 4K. And I'm going to say, shut yeah. up, get out of my face. Do you know what though? This is kind of like a. You, you wonder if the if the PR team were like, oh, we're a bit slow today. What should we do? Oh, I know. Let's send another email out. That'll give us something to do for a little bit I of time. I really don't think the PR team for Fallout 4 is sitting around going, oh, I'm bored. What can we do today? Well, why would you send this the out? Imminent then? launch of the game in three days. You think they're going? What? I'm bored. Yeah, but, do something. But but answer me this then, right? <laughs> would it have really mattered if say I don't know. Eurogamer went, oh, 
By the way, at whatever time that is in UK time, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, our review will be out. Does it really matter? Yeah, it's a stupid email. I think it was a stupid email that came out of boredom. <laughs> I don't think anybody at Bethesda's bored right now. No, I'm sure they're not. They're all like going, oh, no, I hope it's going to be great and people are going to be happy. Ah. Swimming in their cash. That's right. Yeah. With all that, I don't know, shit crafting stuff who no one cares about. Hey! Wow, wow, wow. Wait, wah, here, wah, I have wah. a thing here. Uh, Where is... Uh, don't make me break my foot off in your ass! Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Uh, anyway, any, any more news, Ginny? I think there is some more news, isn't there? It's, it's, it's a quiet week, but they're quite good news stories. It's quiet, but, you know. There's some new stories um, going. What, the Valve thing? I put that... Uh, yeah, that's, that's a Duke story, so you need to do it, because Duke's put it All in. Right. You don't have to, but I just found it interesting. I found this on Reddit... Uh, there was a, I guess it's a news website called Motherboard, and they did a uh, freedom of information request for the Federal Trade Commission in the United States to get text of complaints that people have lodged against Valve and Steam. And some of them are interesting. You may just want to scroll down to some of the actual complaints in the block quotes there. Okay. Because there's people, you know, I mean, notoriously, Steam does have very bad customer service, and there's no phone number you can call. So if you find your account hacked or you end up with something going wrong with your account, you can often wait weeks or months until you get it resolved, if you ever get it resolved. Okay, so here's some of the complaints. (laughs) My account has been banned. Reason, hijacking. When I mention to the support provided as to why I was banned, she was quite rude. I rude. Sorry, I can't speak. My cleft palate is hurting. I'm a YouTuber with about <laughs> 350,000 subscribers, and most of these are bots that are paid for in China. Anyway, this <laughs> hurts my channel and simultaneously uh, them because I care about them. No, he didn't say that. Because I advertise for them on my channel the support from valve are not answering me and they're ignoring me that's a pretty good uh impression of um gh rocker there oh uh, what are you trying to say oh. i'm trying to say it's a youtube video come on man come on it's got a youtube um, channel that's all that's the only link uh next 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 um right all right let's read some i don't know what these are uh, okay. Yes, Soul Brother. We are also excited for Fallout 4. Soul Brother in the chat. What, what? What, 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 what? What, what? Uh, there's one here. I am writing on behalf of my son who has autism. He purchased a game and spent hours downloading it, only to have it say, unknown error. I went through all the troubleshooting steps, and it still didn't work. There is still no customer support phone number, which I should have, which should have been a red flag. Only email support. I sent the issue and got back a generic response saying to do what I'd already done. I replied saying that I'd already done this and got another generic response. I just want the kid's money refunded. He didn't know what he was doing. See, and that breaks my heart because, you know, sometimes if it's, yeah, an annoying, you know, I have a YouTube video, meh. But, you know, if it's someone with a kid who's, you know, doesn't know what he's doing or, you know, he's got like a disability, whatever. Like that's not cool for Valve to be screwing that over. This is um this is all in caps. So you know this guy's pissed. Yeah. 
I do not do anything with gaming. Your company hacked my business account and has made a charge on my account for $100. I want my money back. I do not have anything to do with your company and I've never purchased any type of games in my life. <laughs> that one was funny. That one's good. Um, oh Alright, one more. One more. One more. There's no more short ones, though. Is they're all quite big. They're all very... Um, they're all big. All big, man. Large. Uh... But yeah, I oh, mean, apparently... Hey, porn, Shinny. It's, you're supposed to be looking at the Valve article. Yeah. I was going to say, though, apparently, though, uh, they, they have, have some of the worst customer service ever, don't they? Do, they really do. I mean, I haven't had any big problems with Valve, but I remember there was some problem I had once upon a time, and it was, it was, it was like, what do you do? The email just sits there, and they never respond, or if they do, it's very generic, and mm. we're lucky that Steam doesn't go wrong very often, because if it did... We'd all be in a world of hurt. Say what you want about Microsoft. At least there's an 800 number you can call and talk to a human. Eventually. And their their um, Xbox support Twitter thing is very helpful. Is it? So, mm. Yeah. So, See, you just don't care because you're just getting the cash. Cash, cash, cash. They're getting cash. It's interesting because you know, I think in a lot of other ways they're a very good company. It's just that one. It seems like the one blind spot. Yeah, because Gabe sat at home wiping his ass on hundred dollar bills. Yes, that's what he does. All right, <laughs> he's, he's, he's sitting on the uh, Half Life Three script. He's like, ah, I'm, yeah. not, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not getting up. That is um. funny. Okie dokie. Well, in that case, uh, we've got some emails, so we'll get those done, and then we'll get the fuck out of here. Damn. Excuse the French. Excuse the French. Here we go. Oh! That ruled. Uh, our first emailer is someone new, I think. I'm almost sure we've not had an email off this person before. I could be wrong, but I don't think I have. Uh, it's off a person named Matt Bond. Wah, wah, wah. Matt Bond. And he says this. How much is enough? I don't know. Uh, dearest six. veteran gamers. The answer is six. Six is enough. Six, six <laughs> is enough. Uh, hope you are well. I've been listening to your show for quite a few months now, and I have to say... It's the shit. I'm kind of hungry, but other than that, I'm pretty well. It's the shit. Anyway, you said you wanted people to email in questions, so I thought I'd give you a topic that's been on my mind. Mm. Sweet. You're our hero. A few shows ago, Duke was talking about taking a break from gaming every once in a while to help give him more perspective on things. Yes, that's correct. I've recently returned from traveling around Europe for a month, where I only had my 3DS handy and only played it for a few times. I found that taking a long break away from gaming was refreshing and playing games felt much better when I returned as a result. However, however, to my to my surprise, I often find myself thinking about playing games whilst away and getting an itch to get back home to my Xbox, even with all the exciting things to do and see whilst traveling. Well, yeah. So my so my questions are as follows. Firstly, how much gaming is enough to satisfy your needs? Six. 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 Yeah. Six six hours, six minutes, six, six seconds. I think if I don't get like a half an hour a day, I start to get cranky. I start to feel Is like... Is that true? Yeah. Jesus Christ, man, that's weird. Why? I don't know. I, I, 
it's uh, I could go a day with never turning on a console oh, or playing I, anything. Too, and I'm not bothered. Do that's not my point. My point. I mean, it's not. I, 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 here's the thing. It's not that I always get a half an hour of gaming. It's that that's you know at the end of the day after I've taught and after I've done all my extracurricular stuff after school and after I've graded the papers and after I've walked the dog and washed the dishes and done other things that I need to do in the afternoon, then I expect to get like half an hour, maybe an hour of gaming. If I don't, that's okay. Like sometimes it just doesn't work out like that. And and part of the challenge is recognizing that I have that expectation and realizing that it's absurd and it's, you know, first world problems type of thing. So I'm trying not to be a dork about it. But, you know, if you want to be honest, my brain does have this thing in it that says you deserve time for yourself. And that should always be spent playing video games. Yeah, I don't know. I you see, I don't think like that. I must admit, I don't think like that. I find, you know, I don't. I certainly don't get cranky if I don't play for a day. Yeah. I don't go, oh man, I need to play games. Give me a game. What the hell's going on? Either I'm just saying, like, there's just you know, it's a minor irritation. Yeah. Some people get that way if they can't get to the gym or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, and now that makes more sense because you're moving your body and the human body craves activity and all that. But there's a part of I mean, mine that does crave video game time. Yeah, but I do feel like, and I, you know, and I know you've said this yourself anyway, but I do feel like that is like an addiction. Of course it is. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Because that that is kind of like the cold turkey, isn't it? It's like, oh, man, I can't do it. Um, I mean, Chini, you've hardly played anything the last week or two, have you? Uh, you two and two all, weeks. So. Two weeks I haven't played a video game. And, and do you feel cranky? Yeah. Do you feel like... No, you I, I said to Tara... But if I go a week without playing a video game, I start to get a bit like I really need to play a video game. <laughs> you know what I mean? I really start to go. Uh, I get a bit moody and a bit like, oh god, why? Is it? But obviously, it's been two weeks, and I've not really been that bothered because there's just so much to do you know what i mean there's just like yeah exactly if it's stuff and especially if it's something that is like a big you know part of you know a big thing going on in life like you know recently we had this awesome writer that came into our school and there were a lot of logistics involved in it and then she came and then there was an event afterwards like those kinds of days i don't mind because you know i'm busy doing other things but if i have to do stuff that's boring and stupid and i therefore don't get video game time then i get a little annoyed Right. Mm. But yeah, exactly. So I've been okay actually. But um, I mean, what 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 Mr. Bond said on his email was like he finds it quite refreshing that he hasn't played for a while, and and I don't think he he sort of sounds like he feels a bit bad that he he's had some cravings and stuff for for playing games, which I which I think is perfectly fine. But I, well, I I don't find it refreshing that I haven't played it for a while. I, I certainly sort of. I am really looking forward to playing video games again and, and getting them back into my life. But I yeah. just feel it's very... Especially, I've I've also quit video games for two weeks in the most busiest time for video games in the yeah. year. And and right. also, I mean, last year wasn't a great year for video games. But this year is a fantastic year for video games. And I've missed out on, um, like, I've got The Witcher 3, I've got Mad Max, I've got... Halo 5, you know, of all these games coming out, Call of Duty, Black Ops 3, and, and I like to play all of them, and I, I they're just, they're, they're, they're slipping away from me. 
Do you know what I mean? That's how it feels to me. Like they're they're all just stepping away. I feel like if I'm playing something, then I'm doing something about it. You know what I mean? I, I like to be See, playing something. Just, I don't have that. I don't have that feeling at all. That like, oh, I'm not. You know, I've still never played the Tomb Raider. Like there, I feel like they're they're always going to be there. So there's no need to rush in and suppose, get them. Yeah. Paid. I I, I no, I think you're right, but I think because I'm playing a game, I'm sort of chipping away at my backlog. You know right, what I mean? Like right. I'm yeah. I'm working away at it, but 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 because for the last two weeks I've not played a minute of anything, I'm yeah. not. It, it it feels like everything else is it's further like away. The is growing more and more. Yeah, because like, you made any progress like, on it. My video game life is basically me playing my backlog forever. You know, that's that's how it feels. Um, sure. And which I like, I enjoy, obviously, but I, it's that sense of completion and, and getting things done, and and it just feels like wow, I'm not even, I'm not even, you know, like tackling it. It's it's just slipping out, and and obviously like these big games like Assassin's Creed has come out, and I always play an Assassin's Creed game, and it just they're all coming out, and they're like I said, they're slipping away. It just feels like it's not refreshing. It's like a whole fuck. Like I've got so much gaming yeah, to do. Yeah, I mean. If I may, like I think when he says it's refreshing, I I think I can relate to that because it's not that it's refreshing to be away from it. I mean, it might be because you you realize, you know what? It's you, when you're living in a circumstance where you feel like you're constantly thinking about games. It can be good to break that habit and just you know get back to real life entirely for a little bit. But for me, the thing that's refreshing is coming back to a thing and realizing, you know what? I forgot how much I love this because you don't know what you have till it's gone. So if you take a break from it, it can be so nice to come back to it and be like, that's oh, true. yeah. That's true. I think that is true like, because I've had a break from it. Just I, forward, yeah. I, I really I really am looking forward to playing it again. And, uh, yeah, I, I think um, it's just nice. Uh, but, the thing is now, like when I when I think about playing Fallout Four, I think about playing it in my old sort of place. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And and I'm like, oh, I'll never be able to play it in the way I used to play games anymore. But and 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 I'm not gonna for people that care. I'm I'm gonna have a man cave in this house. But my man cave at the moment is covered in pink wallpaper and a ceiling that looks like it's gonna fall down. So <laughs> uh, I need to sort that out. So my man cave is is months away uh, from getting done. So I've never really gamed in the living room. You know what I mean? I've never really done that. But yeah. luckily, Tara's not really, you know, look, we live in 2015. So if the TV's occupied, she can just, she's got a laptop. You know what I mean? She's got a phone. She doesn't she mind. Think, like, as soon as you get into Fallout 4, as soon as you really start getting into the story, she just starts coming and dance. Like, la, 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 yeah. la, yeah. It's a little yeah. distracting, Tara. What? La, 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 yeah. She'll be there rolling a Pilates mat out in the middle of the living room. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, it shouldn't be too bad. You know, I've got no excuse not to be playing a bit of Fallout next week. But yeah, it's just it, yeah. I, I suppose just having a break does sort of put things into perspective. You know, it, it makes me realise that yeah, you know, I I I will always play video games because I'm always thinking about them. I'm always listening to podcasts about them. You know. I saw, I'm still aware of what's going on in the video game world and stuff, but um, yeah, I, I just uh, it just feels like I've, I've not made any progress on my backlog, so that's what it means for me. Yeah, very good. Is that, can I just ask, is that you crinkling chinny or is it Duke? It's probably me. It's probably me. 
Yeah, you've got something cringy. Have you still got the covers on your sofas? No, uh, um, what it is, is I think it's because I'm using my... I'm not using my posh microphone. I'm using my um, iPhone headphones. Ah, uh, that's why then. So any yeah, time it moves like this... Yeah, you get a crinkly noise. Okay, that's fine. It's fine. Anyway, he does have another question. That's yes. not the end. He says, personally, I find two to three hours a day is enough to quench my gaming thirst. See, you were making fun and of it... me. What I... I know. Two to three hours a day, damn. And it can be frustrating when things get in the way of this. Uh, what are the biggest drains on your precious game time, and would you change anything about them in order to get more gaming goodness? School, wife, dog, dishes. <laughs> See, I want to just... Responsibilities. can, like on The Simpsons. But no, we have to use dishes. No, it's look, <laughs> look. Stephen King at one point in his when he in his book about writing on writing, Stephen King talks about his drug addiction and his alcoholism, and he says he he ends that section by talking about your desk. He says you should put your desk in the corner of the room, and every time you sit down to write, you should remind yourself about why it's not in the middle of the room. Art, he says, is not a support system for life. No, wait, life is not a support system for art. It's the other way around. So I think that's true, and I think that some people get that twisted when it comes to video games and that, you know, when you listen to some people who play Call of Duty, they're screaming and yelling, and you can hear people in their house being like, settle down. He's like, shut up, don't tell me to calm down. And it's like, dude, this is a game. It's not the entire world. But you know what? I think for some people, that is their entire world, and that's so sad. So get some perspective, people. It does happen. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for me, again, you know, when because I I have quite a lot of days off now during the week and stuff. Uh, So some one week, I only I only work three days. So I have four days off and then the other work. Yeah, the other work, the other week I work four days now, three days off. And quite often I'm on my own at home because my wife's at work, etc. So I have loads of time to game. So I don't really bother too much because I can play, you know, four or five hours in the See, morning. That's and- why you make fun of me because you're like, oh, God, you expect to get this. You sit and play for four hours, three yep. days that you don't have to work. It must be nice. Some of us have jobs to go to. And then I don't I don't play, obviously, on, on the days I'm working. So it doesn't – but it doesn't bother me because I've got my fill on the days when I've been off. Yeah, exactly. You don't need half But I don't do that all day. Am I, hours the day before. She. I tend to only play in the morning, though, and then I'll do something else in the afternoon because I don't want to – I don't overdo it. You know what I mean? Yes. So I tend to just play in the morning. I, sometimes I'll play. It depends what it – I mean, the when I was playing The Witcher full on, and some, sometimes I'd play – all day, <laughs> you know, he just stopped for me dinner and then carry on. After here's, a, here's a question for you, like because, um, like a gaming session. You know, when you go, right, I'm going to sit down and play some games. Now. Yeah, yeah. Like I was trying to explain this to Tara as well. Like uh, an hour on the Xbox or something isn't really a long time. Nope. When you're playing video games. No, in any game, in any video right. game. It depends on the game. I mean, an yeah, hour in limbo is kind of a long time. Yeah, but, but yeah. I think. I think just in general, like an hour playing video games just feels like oh, I barely did anything there. You right. know, that was pointless. Yeah. I, like I, I was saying, like really, when you want to play a video game, like a minimum two hours, right? And yeah. a, I, I think a good a good session is probably about four hours. You know what I mean? Like that was good. Yeah. I'm happy. Sure. I got I'm a lot of progress. progress. In that got game. some progress there. Sure. And I think 
I think anything more than like six to seven hours is like okay, you should probably see. I don't. I don't usually do that. Like I have. I have played Skyrim for many hours at a clip, but even then, it's like after like three, I'm just like I need to do something else. You know, like I'll get up, walk around, wash dishes or whatever. I, I definitely feel like as I'm getting older, I, 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 when I was younger, I could play games. Just I never even thought about taking a break. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I would get a drink or whatever, but. It's like game, games, 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 games. But as I'm getting older, like four hours for me is like okay. Even if I yeah. just had ten minutes, fifteen minutes, I'm just like, all right, I'm just gonna do something else for a sec, and then go back to it. But yeah, I, I definitely feel like anything more than four, five hours, I, I'm I'm flagging a bit. You know, I'm just like, oh, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, no, I, I kind of agree. I, I think you, you do get to that. I mean, I do after about three or four hours. I do need to go off and do something else. Yeah. You know, I couldn't I couldn't sit there literally all day and not do anything else all day. You know what I mean? I think, Even just go out for a walk or something. Yeah. I think the other thing, too, is that one of the things that I've learned to really like about, you know, I guess what you might call the games that I play at in bursts is like Mushroom 11, you know, like I'll play it. And I'll get through a couple of checkpoints and then, again, force myself to stop. And let me say this. Sorry. Let me make my point and then I'll come back and make the other point. Those games are great because then I I play them for a little bit. It tends not to be more than 10 or 15 minutes playing those games. And I do feel that sense of accomplishment you were talking about before, Chenny, but it doesn't require a huge investment of time. And that's a different kind of game playing because it's a different kind of game from something like Fallout 4, which is obviously going to be you sit down, you look up. Oh, my God, where have four hours gone? You know, it just sucks your time away. But I was let me say this real quick. I made a little Okay, there's a part of Reddit that's called Life Pro Tips. And people have all sorts of suggestions about what to do to make your life better. You know, here's a good habit to get into or whatever, whatever. I posted the thing about, you know, like with Super Meat Boy where you want to um, get to a checkpoint and stop while you feel good and successful. Because if you keep going and you get mad and, not, you know, it'll be frustrating and you'll think negatively about the game when you go back to it. I posted that. It got downvoted to hell. And people wrote like... Well, you should just stop being so emotional about your video games. And it's like Reddit has some smarmy attitude to it sometimes. And it's just like, shut up. You're an idiot. This is a good piece of advice. I've heard good things from people who've tried it. So why do you have to hate? I don't understand why there's so much negativity there. It's like, ah. Yeah, that's just Reddit, though, isn't it, in general? It's just Reddit sometimes. But there's that's a lot just of Reddit. Reddit. There's a lot of different people in Reddit. So it's you don't want to paint it with a broad brush, but... I will, and it's no, not, true. And I hate it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's true. Uh, anyway, he does finish off. He says, that's all for now, game people. Keep up the good work. P.S. Please play the Yep Man sound clip more often. The what? Uh, the Yep Man. Yep. 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 It's not a woman, yep. man. That's a woman. That's Cleo. Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. I'll just hit here and do yep. this for the rest of the show. Yep. I, yep. I'd have thought that yep. it was a man, if I'm being honest. Well, it's not. You're well, a Libra, chitty. aren't you, darling? Yep. Chini, would you have said that was a man or a woman? No, it was a woman. It's a psychic You're just saying that. You're just saying that. It's a psychic woman. Yeah, but that's only because you know. Yeah. Well, Well, if you didn't know, you'd think it were a bloke. I can't answer that question because I know. God. God. Anyway. um, Do we have any more emails? (laughs) We do. We have two Uh, more. So we have one uh, from Derek Derek Sines who says this. I'll give you five on it. He says, hello again, veteran gamers. Hello. Hello. And who 
and whoever is guesting for Chini this week. Well, uh, Chini uh, is strangely. Uh, Stu, I forgot to say last week that my trial of the veteran gamers email needed to be read out in a David KG style French <laughs> accent. I'm sure that would have made it much less heavy, mon ami. Well, that, that may be true, but it's too late now, man, you sent it. Uh, he says, anyway, I'll cut to the car chase this week. Uh, you have the choice of five new video games which you can play on any system of your choice from the end of this week's Veteran Gamers recording. The catch is, you can play no other video game for the next two months. So which of the following would you choose to see you through to 2016? Uh, too easy. Number one. I know, it is too easy, to be honest. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, number two, a Fallout 4. Uh, number three, Star Wars Battlefront. Number four, Halo 5 Guardians. Or number five, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. We're all Black Ops 3, right? Oh, definitely. Black Ops? Definitely. Oh, yeah. Black Ops 3 all the way. Uh, no, realistically, Duke, I'm guessing you're going to say... I don't know. Maybe. Oh, sorry. Come on. I was queuing up the Cleo Frank call. Go ahead. What's the, uh, the, the catch is you can play no other video games for the next two Skyrim. months. So or, which... uh, Skyrim. Skyrim. What? Skyrim. That's, not even, that's not even on the list. Oh, sorry. There's a list. Go ahead. What? There's a list. Tomb Raider, Fallout, <laughs> Battlefront, Halo, Call of Duty. Uh, Fallout. Of course. Yeah, of course. Finally, we get there, of course. Sorry. Uh, Cheney. I'm guessing you're the same. Um, yes. Yes. I mean, look, Rise of the Tomb Raider is a tricky one because you're not going to yeah, be able to play that, that for, for two months. months, man. You can't play it for two months, man. Unless you play the minute you're a day. Yeah, an hour a week. <laughs> you're not going to be doing it. You're going to do that. Um, where are you going to do that? Uh, Star Wars Battlefronts are possible, yeah, that's I guess. Yeah, that's probably a good second, that one. Or, or yeah. Well, I suppose any of the other three... Yeah, a good contenders because they're multiplayer components. Yeah, whichever one floats your boat, you know what I mean. Yeah. If you're into and multiplayer games, I'll play a little bit, have a round. Uh, mine would be Fallout 4 also off this list. Uh, anyway, you finish off. Keep it crispy, crispy. Uh, Derek, keep it crispy. And uh, the final one is off, and we've not had one for a while. Off Jason Collar. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Hey, Fallout boys, stupid headapuns." Or not, this email is under an embargo. Yeah. He said, I have you know, uh, I haven't discussed bowel movements all year long. Today was rough, though. I walked into the bathroom at work this morning and, oh, no. Oh, God. First it hit my nose, then my tongue, forcing me to dry heat for several seconds. Why is your tongue hitting a bowel (laughs) movement? That's not sanitary. (laughs) It could taste it. It could taste the smell, man. Uh, I needed my toothbrush in a bad way. That was intimate, very personal, and deeply unforgivable. If you make even yourself puke when you go to number two, then you need to go see a doctor. Yes, go see a doctor and not write to us about it. (laughs) Or have the common decency to not go in a public place. Except for the veteran gamers, I'm glad you go in public, loud and obnoxious, weird and shit, all over everyone that listens, whether just once or repetitiously. The show is perfect the way it is. But I do have an idea on how to improve the show. Though this idea... the last time that we're not interested in this. (laughs) This idea is actually under an embargo, and anyone that agrees with the idea is obviously a zombie. But here goes. Uh, 
don't, don't <laughs> I like it. Don't read out shit emails like this. P.S. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Effing Star Wars, man. Can't wait. Yeah, New yeah, gameplay man. for Battlefront is looking hot. Anyone gets that on PS4 and wants to stand trial to do a PSN search on Star to help and join the match. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> I like that. I don't read out shit emails like this. is good. It's good. <laughs> Thank you, to, uh, Jason, for that. Thanks very well, much. That's good. I did know I was going, Derek. I did. Sorry. Uh, yeah, thank you, Jason. You're gonna take. Uh, you need to write in and say what you how tell <laughs> Stu what you think about him almost calling you Derek. <laughs> yeah, you love so to do that. So because we have two people who write in every week and they, whatever. And one of them didn't write in for ages. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Thank you very much for that. Uh, let's do some shout outs and get the hell out of here. So we'll oh, come to you first. It's time for a shout out. It's time for a shout out. Hey. Oh, dear me, that made me laugh. Right, Duke, over to you first. Okay, oh. I will shout out Jason Gahar and Derek Sains because they write in, and I appreciate them being in touch and everybody who listens. And let me see, pulling up my tweet deck here so I can shout out people who have tweeted to me recently. Um, oh, yeah, Sumu sent me the Scroobius Pip song, which I'd already heard many times, and I have it in constant rotation, but it's still a good song. Anyway, um, yeah, so thanks to him. And Kyle Adams liked something that I sent. Marcanics had a thing about Bob the Businessman. Jason Gallagher sent me a thing about a Pip Box Xbox Fallout Edition thing. Um, Turtle502, uh, I like reading his tweets on Twitter. And GH Rocker. Also, uh, oh yeah, I have to shout out Kyle Adams because he sent me a thing for a website called shop4dragon.com, which had a Skyrim uh, Dragonborn steel necklace for free. And I was like, what? How is this free? And apparently they're doing some big sale where, I guess it's still on, where you can uh, order it and you only pay for the shipping. So it was like $7 for the shipping. And I got it free. So if people want to check that out, you can go to shop4dragon.com and do a search for the Skyrim necklace, and you only have to pay for shipping. So let me let me just ask you: Are you gonna wear this? I don't know. Maybe. We'll <laughs> you know what I mean? I need to see a picture of that. I think that would be cool be to wear it with my Skyrim tie, like an ultimate nerd <laughs> out. Oh my god. Day. Like, hey, look, Skyrim, Skyrim. It's just brilliant. It's really stupid. Oh, my God. But it's cool. So whatever. And uh, Colin FTW uh, sent me a thing about the Doctor Who episode where the gas turns you inside out. Simpsons did it. And he's quite right. One. Clara Simon. The end of my shout outs. The end. And Ginny, over to more. Uh, uh, Black Eye Boy was the one who gifted me Mushroom 11, and I have to thank him every time because it's such a good game. I know. You keep doing that. You keep doing yes. that. Yes. There you go. And someday, uh, I will play Life is Strange, and I will shout you out over and over again for having given me. If you will. Yes, you will. Ginny, uh, over to you. Um, I want to uh, shout out Cineworld uh, for being the worst cinema ever no. i hope that whoever forgot to take back to the future 2 
to a Back to the Future trilogy showing <laughs> because of the Back to the Future 2 um, reference to the future. Uh, I hope that that person um, really felt bad. Uh, Boy, I really hope somebody got fired for that blunder. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. So, yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll shout out uh, Tara, because she's yeah. sitting here with me. No. In a lovely new house. And uh, she... the song that I sing to every night and um, <laughs> that's got to be yeah, it's lovely man it's lovely yeah. Jenny what do you want for dinner can you feel <laughs> the love shut uh, up uh, and she she hasn't killed me yet um, so this time. this time there's still plenty of time um, but hopefully this time next year um, we'll have our guest room sorted and Stu you'll be cooking in our kitchen and I will. Yeah, yeah. If that's if is your your game at Birmingham next year or? As far as I know, I can't see why it wouldn't be. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, uh, I'll also shout out everybody that's doing extra life. Unfortunately, I just just couldn't do it this year. It was just. <laughs> With the house move, um, it was already sort of looking like a no and. You know, even though the lovely Tara said, just do it, you know, for the kids, she's she was very adamant that I should do it, and, and it doesn't matter, you know, about the house and all the stuff we've got to do. She said, fuck the kids, I'm not doing it. I said, forget the kids, no one cares about them. No, I, 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 it was just, there was just too much going on. I had to go to work on the day of Extra Life, and I've got a big, sort of stressful week next week, and it's been stressful at work this week, and also with everything everywhere and my living room also being my bedroom it just didn't feel like a great time to do it this year unfortunately um but i i'm, I'm hoping to do it next year and, and shout it to them all the people that that have done it or are doing it uh, as we speak or finished doing it um by the time people listen to this uh yeah shout it to them for the kids uh well done as well for all the money that the vg hub team uh will raise and if you haven't donated yet please do so i haven't donated yet but i will do um probably tomorrow and uh yeah make sure you give a bit of money to the cause there you go um i'd also like to shout out all of the people in the vg hub team um i don't know what the grand total is now i did this last night on the overseas connection but i haven't looked tonight to see uh to see what it is so i'll have a quick look but anyway i they've raised more than 12 dollars Linda, let's hope so. Yeah. Let's hope so. Uh, but I, I donated last night to Bongo. So that's who my donation uh. went to. Whilst, whilst I was podcasting on the overseas connection. Uh, but yes, I, I'd just like to give them a shout out. Give the overseas connection, obviously, a shout out for inviting me on board, which was Fraser. He gave me a shout and said, look, Stu, can you help us out? I feel like we're, we're a person with down. Um... So, yeah, so so thank you very much for that. And I'd also like to shout out to Antonio, uh, because you don't know about this. You don't know about this. But, you, but yesterday morning, uh, we recorded a Life is Strange spoiler cast. Uh-huh. Yay! So that was done. It was, it was a long one as well. It was nearly two hours of talking because it was... A, waiting for me. 
Yeah. Well, just, we can wait for you. It was just you and was it just you and Ant? It was just me and Antonio. I was just about to play it. Yeah, right. Oh, I wasn't. Yeah, well, we know you weren't. Yeah. You know you weren't. Uh, but anyway, uh, oh. what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, I thought I'd give his, his YouTube channel a bit of a plug. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bit of plug. Which is uh, G-H-A-M-V and then a small s. Say that again. G-H-A-M-V with a small s at the end. Yes. So it's G-H-A-M-V-S. But the the S is lowercase. I don't know whether that makes any difference uh, when you're searching on YouTube or not. I'm going to try it now just to see. Uh, but yeah, I thought you give me these little things. Yeah, but it was it was good fun, and we had a lot of chatter, and we got very confused. It has to be said, we were as we were going along. We were trying, you know, when you're trying to remember what stuff happened in what order. Yes. Sometimes it's like it's very confusing, and it's like we both said yesterday when we were talking about it. the The first episode came out in January this year, so it's a long time ago. Long time ago. Has that finished? I up know. Yeah, that's, that's completely finished. Yeah, now. it's all done. Yeah, it's totally done. Yeah, it's totally done. Um, but the last episode in itself was very confusing because there was a lot of butterfly effect, time traveling shit going down. Right. I heard. I, I obviously I don't want to spoil too much of it and I, I don't know that much because I don't know much about the story but I've heard a lot of the episode 5 is just sort of tying up loose ends and talking and stuff is that right? Or yeah that would be fair to say yeah that would pretty much fair without to obviously say. giving out too much how did you feel about the last episode? I kind of liked it I found, I found it was there's a lot of people been complaining there have been a lot of people comparing it to Mass Effect 3 oh god there's been a lot of that going on, but I didn't feel that way. I kind of liked it, uh, and we were both agreed. We both liked it. We weren't. Nadros were too perturbed by the way it ended. Okay. Uh, but it's good. It's good. I can only wholeheartedly recommend people should play it. Another, and another game play, that's it, completely out, by the way. Episodes wise, is the uh, the Borderland Telltale game. It is. So it is. I've got that, but I I just haven't played it because I I don't really like the episodic formula too much i just want to like play it i don't really care about waiting so yeah i think i'm going to start maybe maybe um uh play that alongside fallout but i doubt it but it's very good i've got to say again it's a great game mm. it's really good tales i've been very impressed with tales from the world at borderlands i'm i'm just at the end of episode two so i'm i'm making my way through that and the final part of games game of thrones is out in about a week there you go. So that, and I'm up to I'm I'm up to that, so I'm ready for that one. Yeah. So I played all the others. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So so like I say, my shout outs. Thanks to Fraser and the team over at overseas. Thanks to Antonio and well done everybody at vghub.net team on extra. So there you go. Um. And that's kind of it. So we need to uh, get the hell out of here. I guess. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening. Speaking of VG Hub. If you like this podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts, 
similar in vein to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Are for old people. Some talk yeah. about RPGs. Dude, many, some people say. Come on, yeah. Some might say that. No, no one says that. Then, of course, you have links to you know great forums. You don't have any other friends. So check it out. VGHub.net it is a great starting point was, for your uh, podcast. I was in a cafe discovery. near my house, uh, and there were these two guys in suits, these two business guys, and one of them looked at the other and went, Hey, have you ever heard of Pilates? Wow. And then the other guy went, no. Wow. And to my surprise, they looked at me, and the guy went, no, was like, have you ever heard of Pilates? And I was just like, are you saying pirates wrong? They were. you today? Fine. Can I get your first name and your birth date, please? No. Who's calling? I'm Cleo. Can I please have your first name only and your birth date, please? No. I don't know who you are or why you're I'm Miss Cleo. You're a Libra, aren't you, darling? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't mean to sidetrack your question here, but who are all of these nosy people, outside influences I'm seeing around you by the moon card? Oh, who told you to call? Cleo. I know, but why are you calling me? <laughs> I want you to really remember the pill, all right? Remember what? I want you to really remember the pill, all right? But isn't this costing a lot of money? Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing some forgetting, possibly. And I'm seeing a new baby in the next three months. <laughs> You're way off track. Oh, my goodness. Is there a gentleman in your life? No. Is he incarcerated? No. Did he used to play football when he was in high school? No. Yeah, that's the daddy. You have a good life now. You have the wrong person. Pardon me? You have the wrong person. Well, I know this doesn't make makes sense, but you know that things always happen for a reason. Don't you agree? I know, but this costs a fortune, this phone call. <laughs> Who is paid for this? You're a Libra, aren't you, darling? No. Yep. No, I'm not. Yep. Uh-uh. Yep. No. Yep. No. Yep. No. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Oh. <laughs> the end. Yep. Oh, there you go. Now I know where he came from. Yeah. Now you know yeah, where it came see. from. It's clear. Now I know where he came And I can tell he's a, a woman now. Yep. Yep. Right, on that note, we need to get the hell well out done. of here. Well so. Thanks for listening, yeah, everybody. Thank you for listening, everyone. Oh, Bye. Fallout 4 Bye. is out, Bye. everyone. Bye.